Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And we're hanging out down here in the basement throwing a little Skype party on what we like to refer to as a Wasted Wednesday, having a good old time. Got plenty of football and sports, and uh, Lord knows I'm sure some shenanigans will pop up along the way uh, to get into this fine evening. So let's uh, be slightly more efficient than we were last week with our three-and-a-half-hour accidental megacast. Uh, that kept me up till I think four or four fifteen in the morning, man. Woo, that was a tough work day the next day, buddy. Woo, I tell you what, man. But dims the brakes, man. You love doing stuff like this. Sometimes you gotta you gotta burn that midnight oil. Those are the brakes, man. Those are the brakes. But first and foremost, I tell you what, his team had zero offense this past zero. Your offense was offensive, Shannon. What the hell was that game against the Jaguars, bro? I I got nothing. Dude, dude, look. They took points off the board. Off the board, man. Hey, you, no, you can't. Oh. I'm sorry, but, like, I didn't get a chance to watch it because I was at the swim meet. But, you know, I'm listening to it on the way home. And it got, like, a fourth and one at the 18. And it's before the two-minute warning. Kick the field goal, dude. They got freaked. Who's the hell? Who the hell's our quarterback? Uh, Cody Kessler? Cody Kessler. Isn't that that dude's name? Yep. I mean, yeah. yeah. Who hasn't done jack squat all day long? Don't worry. He'll be a redskin in another week or two. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Colin Kaepernick won't, but Cody Kessler might be. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's an an embarrassing loss. Um, not, Not because you lost at Jacksonville, but because you put up a bagel. Yeah, the, the bagel hurts, man. They've been really productive. Um, it, it's just in a game like that where you know it's going to be low low scoring. It, you know, the, the likelihood is it's going to stay low scoring. Got to take the points. Take the points, dude. Take the points, man. I just, mean, in the fourth quarter, if they had just kicked before the tournament warning, they had another chance now, to kick at the end and tie it. Look, if Vinatieri had missed a 29-yard field goal, all right, that's a different story. Take that penalty and roll. But he didn't. Taking points off the board, bro. Do it, man. Take Mm-mm. keep the points. Mm-mm. Keep the points. Take the points. But I don't know how much there is really to get into that debacle. But maybe we'll circle around and revisit it. But I that had to be bother. one. Of the, I did. I, did, I didn't spend any time yeah. on it, dude. I, well, I listened to the last few minutes of on the radio, <laughs> and the now the Colts announcers were like, "This this sucks. That, that, this is pitiful." Maybe that was just you know what I mean. Every 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 team has like one of those games in the course of a year, and sometimes they're able to get out of it somehow and win it. Uh, but right. that's maybe that's their mulligan, you know. But what a man! Whoo, ugly, uh, ugly I mean, buddy. When you're in the playoff race, and you have one like that. That's that's bad. That's rough. Uh, that's really rough, that's and especially rough. now that you got Houston and Dallas. And Did the they just burn the film? Up. Just burn Do the film of that. You just burn the film of that one. Uh, I think you uh, take a grenade <laughs> and put it with a bomb, and then blow it up with a bazooka. Oh, fair that's enough. what you do to that tape. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hey, fair enough. Uh, real quick. Yeah. Um, this is totally <laughs> off topic, but okay. one of my best friends growing up today uh, in Kentucky lost his dad. So I just want to give a tip of the cap to Mike. Uh, rest in peace. And, uh, you know, uh, sorry, Brian, for your loss. And I'll probably see you in Kentucky very soon for the funeral. So sorry about that, bro. Rest in peace, Mike. Hmm. All right, let's see. You know what, man? With the Giants getting that victory in, we got to bring the old D-Stat in next, dude. 
How about that? Did anybody take the Giants? Well, maybe Mark took the Giants and pick them. But realistically, that had to be one of the shockers of the weekend, right? I mean, yes and no. I mean, they're they're only three point fit, or excuse me, three and a half point underdogs. I think uh, Vegas knew they had a shot. I mean, I don't know how scary you think of that Bears offense to be. And I think that was Chase Daniels. These Giants playing better ball lately. They are. I, I genuinely, I'm not saying I, I, I felt they should have been a favorite or anything like that, but uh, I knew they put in a good game. So I, yeah, but I mean, trust me, I was extremely excited. It was a great should've game. Been. That's a, that's a, that's got to be a given the way most of the year has been. That's got to be an extra satisfying. One. Again, I know it's Chase Daniels. I, we get it, but sure. that's a good D. They got some good players, and they've gotten a lot of pub and a lot of love this season. Uh, that that's got to be an extra satisfying win. After, after the embarrassing you know, letdown of the, the week before, that, yeah. that was a great job seeing them battle. Yeah, and and, uh, and, and I like I, at this point, you know this this you know it's dumpster fire season. You just you want to see fight out of your team. Yep. Yep, yep. Well, maybe in my case I don't. <laughs> I think it's you Fair know. Point. I think it's the classic. It's the classic case at this time of the season. By the time you're relying on old, you know, butt fumble, butt recovery, and by the time you're to your third string guy and everybody's breaking their legs, it's okay. I mean, oh, poor, poor, poor YouTube man. It lost. It lost all my all the way. I had all these videos set aside, man. I hate it when it does that to me. That's the only thing that's unfortunate sometimes about loading up like a thousand tabs uh, that right. I do sometimes for the podcast. But, uh, oh, well, that there we go. That'll work. But, you know, sometimes it's okay if your season's a full dumpster fire and you're down to a third string and a fourth string and butt fumbles and butt recoveries. It's okay, man. It's okay. Let it go. You're not going anywhere. It's okay. I hate to break it out early. I really do. But I'm a realist. They're not going anywhere. But you, my friend, need to hit your cue. That's going somewhere. You ready? You Three, brew, yes, and sir. here you go. Woo! 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 <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, you stopped. <laughs> One more. There you go. All right. <laughs> Remember, that was an overtime game. You needed an overtime woo right there just for good measure. Right? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good point. Good point. Good point, man. There it is. That's all right. We'll circle. There's a couple uh, little tab thoughts. We'll circle back around for the uh, the Giants. But, no, enjoy the win. That's that's a good one, man. Oh, Lord. Randy. Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bro. I got exactly what I expected this weekend out of the Niners. So, B- BSE. They, they, they weren't. They weren't going to win against Seattle in Seattle. N- I mean, I'll, no. I'll give Mullins credit though for throwing for over 400 yards, but it's just you know it was hey, just man. a lost cause. Kirk Cousins approves of that stat padding. I know, right? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I'll give you your your kudos for. You know, knocking me out of the playoff hunt this past weekend. But, uh, you know, when all your players decide, let's just take a week off and do nothing. I know. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you've, had a, you've had a pretty rough You've had a pretty rough fantasy year in both leagues, man. I'm, I'm like, oh, look, I got 37 points out of the Saints defense. And every, all my offensive players are like, nope, nope. I'm not playing today. Nope. <laughs> Dude, getting sometimes. The, getting the bagel out of uh, Minotieri. You know, thanks. Thanks, thanks Andy. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
<coughs> Happened to me well, too, bro. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, I got nothing. So <laughs> I guess I'll just have to win the consolation bracket. Yeah, get, well, make a run of it, man. There's still some satisfaction in that. It's okay. Maybe not as much. We've all we've all been. You play fantasy long enough. You have good yeah. years. You have great years, and you have years where you're like, what? So, <laughs> what the hell? Yep. Yeah, it. Ha- I still remember that one year there was like the all injured team, and like wasn't one of our leagues. And I still have a picture of it, but it was an ESPN graphic. And this dude's team, like every uh, virtually every single person on there was on IR. And you, their team, you'd look at, it at the beginning of the year, you'd be like, oh, my God, they're going to win this league. That's a great team. Hurt, 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 like all the way down. It was nuts. And that's one of those years you're like, nope, F it. <laughs> I'm done, man. You can't you can't replace them all. It's one thing if you you know eat a couple of injuries, but if your whole squad gets wiped out, bro, it's not your year, man. <laughs> It's just not. That's okay. It happens to the best of us. Oh, and I guess that brings us to. Yep. Old Failhorn. Old Whitfield. Who's celebrating somewhere. Not Certainly not for the success the Packers have had this season. Not a lot of celebrating on that. But I guess you get to hang your hat on the fact that Mike McCarthy finally gets Das Boot out of Green Bay. How about that? I need multiple Arnolds round right now. You need multiple, multiple Arnolds? Multiple yeses. Yes. Yes. Thanks for the memories, Mike McCarthy. You son of a bitch. Don't let the don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. Yes. I mean, where are we going, man? Oh. <laughs> well, oh, that, man. I mean, I'm happy too because <laughs> I have found my Joe Webb this week to play against Shannon. His name is Jalen Samuels. Any Yahoo, he has running back and tight end eligibility. He might not be a quarterback, but he's my Joe Webb. That's all right. <laughs> he's gonna bagel you. You just watch. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get the you're gonna get the reverse Joe Webb. <laughs> I'll give you a big bunch of nothing. No, that, sound, hey. that sounded dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Wait, hmm. multiple. Hey, man. Multiple positions, you know, there's advantages to that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway. And you know what? You know what? Mike McCarthy is finding out. And look, unlike some other radio stations, man, we're not we're not afraid to play it. Baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) 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 Throwing that man right out the building, yo. How air- soft have people gotten in our society, dude? Uh, I don't know. People got to complain about something, bro. People got to complain about something, man. That's a great song. And I actually, I think that's one of my favorite versions is the, is the Dean Martin version of it. And it's a, love that song, man. Love that song. But, uh, you know, it's like anything. You have to, anything like that, you have to keep, you know, period context of when something was written because like language shifts context shifts social situations shift it's actually a really interesting interesting song if you read about the context of it it's actually kind of fascinating but uh i'm not trying to deep dive into that i just like the song i think it's kind of cool man but that's an opinion anyway but for mike mccarthy yes it's cold actually it was cold inside with his frost relationship with aaron Rodgers, and it was cold outside after he got that foot to ass the hell out the door <laughs> so you lose cardinals in december in the half snow and rain at Lambo. At Lambo. Yeah, you can't do it. Where are they? Like two and three, or four. They're terrible. Three and seven, the, the Cardinals. Seven, are, like that? The Cardinals are terrible, dude. Three and nine. They're crap. Well, they were two and nine going into the game. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, you deserve to lose your job. No, I mean, look, I, I, McCarthy did some good things in his time as Green in Green Bay. I, I don't mean to like completely dump truck all over the guy, but it certainly felt like you know the time was right to make a change. It's a little bit bitter to do it in season, but the writing was on the wall. And I, I think sometimes if you know, if you know you're going to make a coaching change, if you know that relationship is fractured, splintered, damaged, not effective, and the players are tuning them out, or you have a revolt. I mean, we joked around about. Hey, did did they throw that game? You know what I mean? Was Rodgers mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, Crosby, man, go ahead and you know wide right that bad boy? You know, I mean, we joke around about it, but clearly the issues that are impacting the Packers, that's not something that was going to get cured this season, and it certainly wasn't going to be cured by Mike McCarthy hanging around. I think at this, what it is is like McCarthy had his run, mm-hmm. Andy Reid had his run, Tom Coughlin had his run. There's just a point when what your presence and what you're doing is not evolving with the times to a degree. And you're seeing all the – and he, Mike McCarthy's version of the West Coast offense got stagnant. It got predictable. And and you see well, all these guys like Nagy who are – Nagy and McVay who sure. are West Coast-minded coaches, but they're doing different stuff. It's not it's it's not predictable. Like what Chicago did against the Giants with that reverse with Tariq Cohen he threw a touchdown. You don't see Green Bay doing any of that stuff. He he's not an innovative mind. That offense became stagnant. And like I was telling Shannon before mm-hmm. the podcast, for me, it's not, you, you want to throw all the blame on McCarthy? I don't think so. I think it starts with Ted Thompson. Because Ted Thompson was all part of the oh, let's just draft him in homegrown and not sign anybody. So for so many years, hold on, hold on, I don't know. No, keep going, so man. Years, get it yeah, out of your so system, many, dude. Get it out, yeah. get it out of your system, man. For so many years, Stop that's whining. how they operated. <laughs> for so many years, that's how they operated. Right. And never went out and got a free agent. This year when Gutenhaus comes in and everything, you finally get Gresham, but you still have part of that old regime, which Gresham. was McCarthy. Or, I mean, um, not Gresham, uh, uh, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Well, don't worry. He, he's been pretty forgettable over the course of the it's season. It's it's like okay. That. So, it's like, then <laughs> you want to throw it in um, on Aaron a little bit. Is Aaron culpable a little bit? Yeah, he of course is. He is. He's a quarterback. He's the face of the franchise. He's he he bears the burden. But it's been just a progression of things put in place. And I think if they were going to let go of McCarthy, they should have done it last year with Ty Thompson, get him a fresh new slate. Now they have no excuse going forward. They've got their pick of great coaches out there. I mean, it's time to just pretty much shake it off <laughs> and go on forward. Oh, my Lord, it's time to shake it off, buddy. Look at you. We're out the gate. Out the gate, buddy. That's the fail horn we know and love most of the time. <laughs> so, like I said, basically, the past two years, the writing's been on the wall. That offense hasn't been good for the past three or four years. Well, they've had their issues. They've had some challenges, and I think it's it's no, it's not a secret that the, the that the Packers, you know, tend to go young in a lot of positions, and you know, they don't historically they don't pay people to stay. You know what I mean? Uh, or they're very selective about it. So if you draft well, you can get away with that. But at some at some point in time, you can end up with a pretty thin roster. So if you have injury issues or you don't, you know, you don't draft well enough, 
you have depth problems, you have youth problems, uh, you have inexperience. Uh, basically, you have you have a talent hole, you have a talent void, and it doesn't mean those players won't be good players. But sometimes, by the time they're turning the corner and becoming good players, you're not signing them to a second contract, and you start them, you start over again, and that's that's a tough thing to do. They've dealt with some of that. They've certainly have had their fair share of injuries. I think it's reasonable criticism to look at the state of the offense. But, you know, McVay is a tough pull. And I, lo- I love what McVay has done. And, and there's no small part of me that wishes the Redskins had hired him to be the head coach and gotten rid of Gruden. Okay, I've made no secret about that. But it, it, it's a tough comparison with what the Rams are because that team is absolutely loaded. Now, he, he did a great job with golf, right? Because people were ready to write golf off as a bust for sure. And Andy Reid virtually got run the hell out of Philadelphia. It, that was Reid to Chip Kelly, right? Um, yeah, he virtually yes. got he got run the hell out of there. And, and Reid's a good coach, but you know, some of this is you know your message and uh, how your team responds, and then how you're able to you know shape and uh, build that roster. What your hand is in that, and just look at the end of the day, the results matter. Last year, this year, the ro- results have not been good. The offense looks like it's struggling, and we can talk about personnel. You can talk about talent. You can talk about depth. You can talk about injuries. You can talk about Rodgers getting older. Uh, there's a lot of things. That, there's layers of things that go into that. But Mike McCarthy, if the players have tuned him out, or some of the players, or just Rodgers, whatever the case may be, if you have a toxic work relationship, you're not going to get the best results. You're just not. You know what I mean? That's a really tough. That's a really tough climate. A really tough environment. So, you know, I, I know a lot of people were a little bit salty with the fact they're basically booting the guy in the season. But if they know he's gone, if they if they know they're going to get rid of him, I don't. I mean, what's to be gained by keeping him on the staff at this point? Nothing. What What's to be gained? Does the timing suck? Yeah, it does. Are they doing him a little bit dirty? Probably. But, but they're what, also doing him a favor too. On some level, he gets a little rest. He gets a little break. He gets and, a little rest. He gets to uh, prepare for the jobs he wants to go after. Yeah. And get, get his head on. I mean, get his get his resume all ready to go. Well, I, I, yeah. It benefits both. Yeah. It, it, maybe. We'll see how that shakes out. But I don't love the timing of it, but I think it ultimately was the right decision. Uh, I think what really matters at this point is who they're going to be able to attract um, what kind of minds are going to be able to get in there? Who's you know, and if they can get somebody that's got a good functional working relationship with Rodgers. At the end of the day, that franchise is tied to him for the end of his career. All right. So yeah, and and we'll see. I mean, health is going to factor into that, but he's thirty five, and he, and mm-hmm. God bless, they fired him on uh, they fired McCarthy on Aaron Rodgers' birthday, which is hilarious in its own messed up way. <laughs> you know, happy birthday, Rod. He's gone. There you go. But, you know, what they do next is really going to define the late stage of his career. Because if they get it wrong, if they get it wrong, if you're going to make the argument that they've wasted a couple of prime years of, you know, Rodgers' career, and, and he also had some injuries over the past couple of years, let's be fair. Um, there were times that team was decent, he got hurt, and that ended the season. Uh, and, yeah. you, of course, you can – fair criticism is they haven't done very well developing people <clears throat> behind him. Do you remember when Green Bay just had, like, quarterback after quarterback after quarterback? Think about how many oh. guys came out of Green Bay. Now, granted, they were never going to get a chance to play there because of Brett Favre, who never came out. But Hasselbeck, I think Brunel, Brunel. was there. Brunel was there at some Aaron point. Has- yeah, Aaron Brooks, who had a- at least spent some time as a starter in New Orleans. And I could, I could swear 
Didn't Kurt Warner have a very brief period there? Brief. brief. Uh, yeah, brief. But, I mean, he was at least, you know. Before uh, he went to St. Louis. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, that was a, that was a team that clearly identified some pretty good talent. Now, granted, they had a hell of a coaching staff way back when. Uh, so they had uh, yeah. a lot, a lot of people that branched out that, that ended up being head coaches. They had a lot of, you know, guys that ended up being good quarterbacks or good starting quarterbacks or at least very serviceable backups um, along the way. And I don't think they've done a particularly good job with that. But you know, to be fair, you you essentially have two Hall of Famers back to back, so you can't really bitch. The rest of the roster you can bitch about, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean. Yeah, but I mean, some of the issues they had at, you know, that last chunk of Brett Favre's career, it was like, can you guys please get better talent around this guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, no kidding. And they had that same issue with Brett. They're <laughs> going to have the same issue with, with Rodgers. And before you know it, his career is going to be over. So, you know, it, it's not that long ago we were talking about the end stage with Eli, you know, and trying to get that, that last push for whatever the, the remnants of his career were going to be. And they've gotten some things. The Giants have gotten some of that right, and some of it they haven't, the offensive line. But, I mean, the, the Packers are going to be looking at the same thing. What's your window? Yeah. Particularly given, what's his cap hit, $33 million? I mean, It's a lot. It's yeah. huge. So you absolutely 100% have to draft well. But they got to get the coach and hire right. It's got to be a good fit. They can't Ray Rhodes this thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they, they rich co-type, baby. Let's go. Yeah. No rich co-type, man. Can't. Hugh Jackson, let's go. Yeah, Hugh Jackson. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I, like, I, I do love I, I do like I do love Mike McCarthy's like post game presser. Like I don't know what I'm going to do with this team tomorrow. Nah, don't worry about that, bro. <laughs> you're out. You're good. You're good. Uh, you're good. Peace hey, out, man. man. I, I am. I'm gonna tell you right now. I am warming up to the idea of Harbaugh a little bit. Mm, a little bit. I don't think man. he's leaving. I don't know that I believe he's leaving Michigan, man. I don't think I he's think. got. I don't think. Well, no, I was thinking about it. Well, his career in Michigan was pretty much predicated on being urban meyer which he didn't do and he couldn't do couldn't do it and he's not gonna i don't foresee him winning a championship against any team in the sec well he's he's got to at least beat ohio state before he leaves well, i would say that maybe, even if it's not meyer which it's not going to be anymore not, not because gonna be. going to retire at the end of the season yeah. but um let me ask you this matt real quick and i just want to play a little devil's advocate okay um Aaron Rodgers just turned 35 years old. Yeah. It's a bit injury prone. Would you want to keep him for the last five years or so of his career, or would you trade him to get as much stock as you could? I don't. I think his past two injuries have been kind of freak accidents. The thing about it, I mean, with, with his knee, he came back. So, I mean, he played on that. And when um, last year, I forgot who, who Anthony Barr pretty much leveled him with the ump behind it on that hit. Mm-hmm. So I don't think these are just like, I'm just injury prone. Oh, I, I can't get hit. I don't think he's that. And I think, I mean, he's proven this year, even with a banged up leg, he can still move around a little bit. I, yeah, I, I just well. don't. For somebody who had to want him would be a quarterback away from winning a championship. Jacksonville, get Jalen Ramsey and a lot of picks. Hey, they could get. I mean, they could get. Hey, look, you can get Harbaugh. They can trade Rodgers, and you can sign Kaepernick. Bam, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> or you can get Josh yes. Johnson. 
<laughs> or Mark Sanchez in the offseason. Jeff Johnson. No. Yeah. I think I would have rather the Redskins sign Brad Johnson. I think ha! I think one of them rather have done that to me, man. I mean, honestly, son I would of a too. bitch. No, how old is Brad Johnson now? He's probably closing on fifty. Probably. In his forties somewhere. He's, he's gotta be, man. You know, Justin, I was listening to one of your favorite people today, Colin Cowherd, and uh, he was—he actually was talking a lot about uh, the whole thing with Rodgers and McCarthy, and mm-hmm. he made an interesting point that I guess, from what he, his sources are saying, um, the front runner that seems to have the most interest right now is Josh McDaniels. No, he has the head coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard part of that segment too. That would be interesting. But I mean, you know, that's a t- that's a tough one to sell. Number one, I'm not sold that that Belichick's hanging him up like randomly. I, I think that dude's got several more years left in him. And and, He's going it, past I, I, and McDaniel's at some point, you'd think he'd want to spread his wings. Now he did the Colts dirty. Let's be let's be fair. That was effed up. So if you're honestly, kind of glad he did. Yeah, I like Reich. Right, and that, but that's something you say in retrospect. In True. the moment, you had to be like, seriously, you're going to agree, and then you're going to do that? I mean, that's effed up, right? Um, although, uh, let's be honest. I mean, Belichick walked walked away from the Jets. What, did he resign on the napkin? Something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? So some of it's just stone cold, man. Like, nah, I'm out. Peace. <laughs> you know? And if you didn't really want to be there, don't be there. Uh, believe me. God bless. You're better. If a guy does, really doesn't want to do it, you're better that they pack it up and get out. Absolutely. I mean, you because if you're going to be the head coach of a football, I mean, you got to be a hundred percent in on that team. All in. You got to be, and if you're not, you you need to be gone, dude. Flat out. The way I do that, Josh McDaniels. If it's the same kind of setup as like in St. Louis, a young, innovative offensive mind with a veteran defensive coordinator. If you could get me a Rex Ryan to come out of retirement, get out of ESPN to go be a DC in Green Bay, I'm all about it. I don't think who they got right now is a bad choice. I just don't think he has the right guys in there now to kind of fix run his system. Yeah. Oh, those those kids got to grow too. He's got a lot of rookies. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of youth, man. There's a lot of. Youth. An, an, an interesting suggestion I heard was uh, just a possibility. I don't. I don't think there's any conversations, but uh, Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians has said he he the only job he'll consider is Cleveland. Okay. Flat out, one hundred percent. Because I like Arians. And I would be cool with that because uh, th- that guy likes to get the ball downfield, and yeah. uh, I think he's yeah. a good coach. I like. I thought. I thought Pittsburgh kind of did him a little dirty when they retired him out of there. Um, uh huh. I thought that was messed up, and he did a, ver- a really you know noteworthy job uh, with the Colts when he had to fill in for uh, Pagano. Yep. I thought he did a good job with that, and quite frankly, uh, you know there are times. Once somebody leaves a team, depending on the direction the team goes, you can then look back and be like, they did a good job, even if you didn't think they did in the interim. And given the state of the Cardinals, I think Arians did a pretty decent job most years. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. With what they I are. Did, I did see a person on Twitter this week that made me laugh. And they were like, why not Jeff Fisher? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no. No to well, Jeff if you Fisher. want to be mediocre for the next God knows no. how many years. It's like... Dude, you can't go Jeff Fisher no. with Aaron Rodgers on no. the twilight of his career. Come you, on now. You could Fisher could be the defensive coordinator, but that's it, dude. That's um, it. Um but no, I it, it, that. It, Aaron, I don't even know if I'd have him on the staff, <laughs> yeah. man. Jesus. As, as a DC, I could get down with him as a DC, but that's it, man. Uh and he'd have to know his role, know his place. You know what I'm saying? And and that would be uh-huh. as a DC, not a head coach. And I, I don't know. 
Um, but Arians was asked, uh, CBS Sports Radio, uh, they had an interview with him, and, and th- that was a specific question, was, you know, would he be interested in replacing McCarthy as head coach of the Packers? And he said, no, not at all. If I ever return to coaching, it will only be in Cleveland. Mm. So, and, and he wasn't trying to be, like, you know, an a-hole about it. He was just very matter-of-fact, which, right, yeah. honestly, I, you know, I think we can appreciate. He's, You know what I mean? He's not wasting anybody's time. Exactly. You know, yep. he, do, he doesn't have to come out of retirement. He doesn't have to coach. Uh, but I think that, you know, the opportunity to work with Baker Mayfield, uh, I think, is what is appealing to him and a, a young roster. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and I would, I think Cleveland, and I can't, cannot believe this has been a, a legitimate topic of conversation. You've heard, a, you know, a lot of people say, would you, you know, if you're a young coach, would you rather go to Green Bay or go to Cleveland? And people are like, go to Cleveland. And I can't believe that that's not only a topic of conversation, but that people would rather, you know what I mean? They're like, no, go to Cleveland, dude. That is incredible. Can you imagine, like a couple years ago, can you imagine anybody saying that? Five years ago, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's absolutely insane. Yeah, I mean, people are just looking at the upside at this point, you know? Right. I mean, just a younger roster. You got, I mean, the talent's starting to come together a little bit. They're not getting to seven wins, though. You guys are going to owe me beer. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be growing pains with, with the Browns, but, yeah, they've got a lot of the pieces mm-hmm. set in stone right now that they're going to have for at least the next three, four, five years. And in Baker Mayfield's case, probably at least a good five or six years. Well, he had a little so, bit of a pick party in the first half of the week, but I, I like him. I like his upside. So Rookies are going to have those yeah. games. Oh, you got to yeah, live with course. it. And, of course. It, you know, the corner they got at the four pick this year, he's been playing well. Um, that's Demarius Randall, right? No, that's uh, the Denzel Ward. Denzel, Denzel Ward. Ward. That, okay. kid, that kid's good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the kid last year, he went first overall. Matt, help me out. Oh, uh, oh um, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Anyway. That's um, okay. I mean, Boy, we, look- we sound so intelligent while we're drinking. Tonight. Uh, uh, Dude, it, uh, uh, bro, you, you have a com- <laughs> like, here's the thing, man. You have a computer in front of you. So if, if uh, you are, a, uh, there is this Google wonderful, is your there's this wonderful service called Google. Let me ask Siri. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Actually, we should have, we should have a sports through app called drunky so that you can just be like, <laughs> Hey drunky. Hey drunky. Can you, what's the answer Miles to this Garrett, question? Thank you. Yeah. All right. Hey, Drunky, who did the Browns take number one last year? Uh, you know what I mean? You have, like, some Homer Simpson burp. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Miles Garrett's been in the league longer than two seasons. Damn. You know what would be great is if uh, every time you asked Drunky a thing and it was going to give you an answer, like it threw in, like, a random, like, uh, sound bite that we use. Stop it! You know what I mean? <laughs> son of a bitch. You know? Damn, yeah, yeah. Well, I it, drink another beer. Drunky, Drunky. Uh, do I need to call an Uber? I wish you could just shut your big yapper. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, drunky, drunky. What about Sam Jackson? <laughs> what about my chances in fantasy? Uh, hell with it. <laughs> <laughs> Dear drunky, Dear drunky, <laughs> should we keep recording? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, also it, known as always take the over. Yeah, always take the over. <laughs> and of course, you know, dear drunky. Is this a good idea? 
That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. That's right, man. That would be sweet. I like that. If anybody really intelligent out there, can not you us. like do a sap for us? <laughs> not, not, let's let's jot this us. down as an idea. The drunky app. <laughs> the drunky app. Yeah. And what? We'll jot down our ideas for beers from a couple weeks ago as well. Yeah. For our pub. For our pub. I don't. I don't even remember what they were. Some of those were good though. Oh yeah, they were. I was listening to that one the other day. I was kept playing catch up. Wasn't one of them like the Failhorn Fatty Ale? Yeah, yes. th that sounds about right. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds about right. I yeah. will tell you, if I did have a dream list of guys, I would think the Packers should actually go after Eric Benemy, Casey's offensive coordinator. Right. Um, who was uh, Minnesota's offensive coordinator? He was Dave Filippo. Yeah, Filipino. Yeah. Well, yeah. Filipino. Yeah, you might want to get his name right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh Lincoln Riley. That ain't happening. He's staying. I don't know yet. I think I like your I like your wish list, but as always, you can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up first. <laughs> the wish list. I doubt I doubt it, bro. I doubt it. Let me ask y'all this. Who do you think would be a good fit in Green Bay? Coach wise. Hmm. You know, at this point, I, I, I need to reflect on that for a little bit. Yeah, same here. You know what I mean? Well, clearly the biggest thing is going to be getting along with Rodgers, getting Rodgers on the same page in general with the whoever they bring in. That's that's going to be the the selling point for whomever they decide to hire. So it's finding a coach that is going to still command respect from the team, but also someone that Rodgers can actually get behind rather than being difficult and being uncoachable and things like that. With like what like what he was with. Uh, McCarthy at the end. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. They couldn't go out and get uh, a defensive-minded coach and then have uh, Rodgers and the offensive coordinator be like mad wizards and everything. And Maybe. Sit and, yeah. Uh, any number of things are possible. Uh, and obviously they'll settle into a search and they'll, you know, zone in on, on a couple of people that they – you know, want to go after, and we'll just see what comes of it. But I mean, we can sit here and throw darts all damn day, but you don't know if if people are if, if there there's you know reciprocity or mutual interest. And honestly, one of the one of the negative things, and this is a very real issue, if people think that Rogers is a big old pain in the ass and a diva at thirty five, taking up thirty three million dollars, they may be like, Nah, I'm good, no thanks. Hey, Dre. Hey, Drunky, what you think about taking that Green Bay Packers coaching job? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it, that there could be prob it could be problematic, you know. And that's one of the that's one of the real spillovers. And you know, if you fire somebody in season, that's one of the spillovers is the fraternity, the coaching fraternity. If people think if people end up feeling like they did him wrong. You know what I mean? That might remove some people from that search. I and that's hire, I'm huh? sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say hire a coach that likes to run the ball too. Take yeah. some of that pressure off Rodgers because Aaron Jones is pretty darn good, man. Aaron Jones is legit. He is. He's good. He's good. He's good. 
you know, need to I, run the ball a little bit more, just like the Colts needed to this week. Yeah, well, I can tell you who they're not hiring as their next coach. Winston Moss, that's for sure. <laughs> Dude, you Put know. in math gets you fired. Bro. Well, I mean, he was—he had a really There's close. true to it. Yeah. He had a close working relationship with McCarthy. It's to me, it's not a surprise that he got let go. But yet again, the the timing is interesting because uh, Winston had a tweet early, you know, early in the day, and he said, uh, "Ponder this: what cha- what championship teams have are great leadership. Period. It's not the offensive guru trend. It's not the safe trend. Find somebody that is going to hold number twelve and everybody in this building to a Lombardi standard. Period." Hashtag losing sucks. I agree. And which, you know, I, he, he probably didn't need to specifically say to hold number 12. He could have just said everybody in this building, and that was enough. Uh, that little that little extra little stick with number 12 probably didn't work in his favor. But anyway. But that he, says something, though. It does. It, there's, a, there's a subtext there. There's a message in that. And of course, he get he also get fired. But so in the classic Friday sense, how you get fired on your day off, man? <laughs> Come on, Winston Moss, how you do that? So he, he had, you know, the timeline was just funny because then he was like, "Oh, I've been let go by the Packers," and then he says, hashtag Thanks Twitter, dude. You're the one that tweeted, bro. Don't blame Twitter, life, man. You're the one that life tweeted comes that. Comes at you fast. <laughs> yeah, life, life, mayhem, mayhem struck, man. Life I mean, comes did, at you did, fast. did the same person that, that possibly attacked his Twitter attack Juliana's Twitter? Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Entirely possible, man. Oh, God. That's funny. Oh, I swear. But, you know, it, it's been an ugly year for them. And I don't know. Sometimes you just, if things are going to implode and things are going to blow up, you try to give people as graceful of an, of an exit as you can, but it's really if it looks like a hatchet job and you're, you know what I mean. There's some things that don't on the surface don't look good. Even if the writing was on the wall, you you just end up having some concerns. I would think the appeal of Green Bay is is legitimate, but that's not a place everybody wants to go. That that's certainly true for NFL players. All right, it's not the most attractive free agent destination. You can't argue it. It is. You just can't. But if your culture is right, if your organization is right, if your staff, you know, if your coaching, or, you know, if all those things are right, you can get people there. But you have to, you know what I mean? You, you have to put yourself in the right position and you have to draft well. Um, and that's going to be a challenge for, you know, that organization and Mark Murphy and whatever the tail end of Aaron Rodgers' career is. And uh, again, I just think whoever it's going to be, man, I really hope they get it right. Because if they don't, they're going to be circling the drain for the next couple of years. And it's a shame. It's a shame, but hey, hey, Matt. Yes, sir. You want to bring in Condoleezza Rice? <laughs> <laughs> if you're Condoleezza Rice, would you rather coach in Cleveland or Green Bay? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> huh. Hmm. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I'll, I'll be curious to see who they interview. That I think is more relevant, and we can have a, a, a more, you know, a more detailed discussion about coaching opportunities there i think once once we see what direction they're trying to go uh and who they who they ask to interview and who they target and who they go after i just i just hope that the back end of his of rogers's career isn't wasted i agree i i do hope that um but i i do think there is a genuine concern if he if if he gets labeled as a coach killer unfairly or not or as a diva 
uh, unfairly or not, uh, I think there's legitimate concerns that that's going to that's gonna keep some people from being interested or attracted to that position. That, and well, let, let's be honest, again, it, you know, it's a rare treat to go back-to-back with Hall of Famers. You know, I mean, the 49ers certainly had their little, their, their little run where they did that. The Packers have done it. I think luck is certainly going from Peyton to luck was a hell of a hell of a way to go. But, you know, there's a lot of times teams can't get their quarterback right for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, man. You know? Just ask Cleveland. Huh? Just ask Cleveland. Just ask, or hell, ask, ask the Redskins. And even, in the, even if they do somebody that's, sign somebody that's decent, uh, honestly, the, <laughs> I shouldn't say this. But, you know, the, you know what the Redskins need to do? They need to sign uh, everybody up for acting classes. Because that way, if you're going to be like, break a leg, you know what I mean? It takes on a whole different meaning. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Come on. Too soon. Too soon. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Then maybe they could shake it off. Maybe. Maybe. That's uh, terrible. My bad. My <laughs> Bad joke. I mean, will the Redskins <laughs> be able to break free of that stigma? Uh, I would just like it if people's legs would stop breaking free. That's what I would like. You know what I mean? I, I want I want tibias and fibulas or whatever. I want those to stop breaking free. That's what I want. Stay healthy. Stop getting busted up. But if you're gonna if you're gonna suck, go ahead and dude, full on suck. You know what I mean? Full on suck. It's like Roadhead, man. Commit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna suck, oh, no. <laughs> if you're gonna suck, if you're gonna suck, man, don't don't tease with like half suck. Go ahead and full on, full on blow it, blow it up, man, blow it up, <laughs> dear drunky. <laughs> Get the fuck out my face with that shit. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> Just saying, man. Yeah, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a crap for that, as we would probably truly say. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the first roadhead reference we've had. <laughs> episode no, well, they... two fifty one. <laughs> episode two hundred fifty one. Roadhead. <laughs> from Roadhouse. Roadhead. <laughs> talking about that movie Roadhead. I mean Roadhouse. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. That was terrible, that was, man. <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. No, me either. That's what she said, hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you never know what we're gonna whip out here in the sports brew. <laughs> Never know. That's half the fun, though. That's half the fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Not what Case Evans said. <laughs> come, baby, come, nice. <laughs> oh, anyway, all right, all right, all right. How do we recover from that? Let's get back to slightly on on topic or on task or something. I can't believe the Packers are only one game better than the Cardinals, man. Right? Right? How do you think that makes me feel, Cardinals? I lost because of you. 
Because you couldn't yeah. beat Oakland, but you can beat Green Bay. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, your death pool. Yeah, that was crap. <laughs> that was crap. That was crap. That was crap. First home <laughs> loss since week nine of 2016, by the way. And the Packers have lost six of eight. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you, you know, it, again, it, it's a rough exit, but uh, it, it was – I'm okay with the decision. I don't love the timing. I just hope I just hope doing it in season and whatever's going on behind back doors – it doesn't bite them in the end. Hashtag I really hope it doesn't. Honestly, you know who I'm curious about and as the season finishes out is Ron Rivera in, in Carolina. Four straight, dude. Yeah, because that, that's a team's also circling. And McCaffrey is phenomenal. But uh, that team it's looks really like... It's really their defense, though. Yeah, they look like they're circling the drain, too. Um. I mean, with the exception of Cam throwing four picks last week. Well, but I thought I read picks. that he has a torn labrum. I mean, he's, oh. he's got a yeah, he's, he's got, got a shoulder injury. Throwing shoulder. Yeah. So at at some point, they may have to decide if they're you know if you just shut them down. Oh, dude! If you got a torn labrum, shut that down and just play I mean, for come next on. year. You saw that throw at the end of the game when it didn't even make it to the end zone. Only went forty five yards in the air. So you know that he's definitely having problems. Yeah. Uh, he, he just, and he's usually got a big cannon on him, too. So it's just to see that, you know he's not healthy. Yeah, right. that, that's your franchise, dude. Rest, rest him, put him on IR, and play for next year. Yeah, side note, do you think the Panthers suck in his karma for that god-awful Pepsi Ice in the Kicker commercial? Uh, yes. I hate, Very true. I, I hate think that commercial. Ugh. <laughs> I just look at it and I see it on, on the TV. I'm like, dumbest, dumbest effing commercial ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's that many people one. don't drink Pepsi. Come on now. <laughs> we know you're a Coke fan, Shannon. It's okay. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> no, it, it, that, that's a tough one. Yeah, they, they've got some issues and they lost um, Olsen's done for the year. God, oh, yeah. lost a lot of. This has been a rough week, man. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders done for the year. Greg Olson. I'm pretty sure Olson's on IR. He's done for the year. He is. Yeah, because yeah, um, he said he, he uh, tore his plantar fasciitis in his oh, foot. Done. Yeah, he's done. Chris Harris is done. Yep, yep. Chris Harris is done. Colt McCoy's Colt done. Colt McCoy done. Though Gruden's not putting him on IR just in case they make the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs, man. Are you, are you freaking kidding me? Come on, hey, dude. That's what the, his words, not mine. Whatever. Wait, Gruden? I thought the Oakland was already out of it. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. I'm thinking of John Gruden. Shannon. Drunky, 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 can we get a status on McGuffin? I'm thinking John Gruden, dude. <laughs> drunky, take on McGuffin. Yes, thank you. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Oh, don't. sorry, drunk. <laughs> drunky, status check on McGuffin. Give it. Crap! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Wait, wait. there's two of them, drunky. <laughs> well, this this stone woot stout is eleven and a half percent. I'd be ready for the big surprise. Yeah, oh yeah, that what that wheat and wootin or wootin wheaten or whatever it is. Farking wheat and wheat stout. Yeah, there you go. Farking wheat and wheat stout. Say that three times fast. Christ. Well, especially so if you've tasty. been drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. I, I, we've spent enough time on Green Bay. We'll we'll see what they do. I hope I hope they do it right, and I hope they don't waste too much time. But uh, I don't know. 
honestly, what I'm really curious about is if they actually bounce back and look competent or look decent. That'll tell us a lot. You know what uh-huh. I mean? If they actually look like they give an F and uh, go out there and ball. I mean, they have. it's a good bounce back opportunity. It's, I mean, Atlanta's a dumpster fire, too, which Atlanta has never recovered from losing that game, man, against New England. They have never recovered. Uh, but I certainly would have, and I would not have believed that they would have just, they're like a shell of themselves, man. Um, well, they've had a boatload of injuries. On yeah, the no, I hear you, but the, the offense hasn't, right? I mean, it's one, thing, it's one thing to say the defense sucks, but can you put points on the board? Can you run? Can you do something? And it, they have way too many good skill position players to be that mediocre. And the yep. struggle the way that they have, and that that's going to get laid on you know Matt Ryan and you know maybe the coaching staff. I mean, we'll see. I don't I don't think anybody's getting fired in Atlanta yet, but uh, Sark has definitely not worked out for them. Uh, no, <laughs> I was about to say that offense no. hasn't recovered since they lost Kyle Shanahan. No, uh, they, yeah. they haven't. They haven't. Sark, Sark they needs haven't. to go. Yeah, and and that that I think it's fair when you look at when we talk about McVeigh and talk about Nagy and some of the people that are around. There are definitely. You know, you need some fresh blood on your coaching staff. You know what I mean? You need you need to be able to adjust with the times. You, you have to and bring stuff in. Uh, and, and the best coaching staffs, man, they understand their players. They find ways to create opportunity. And they put them in – you'll hear us talk about it over and over and over again. They put players in possession in position to be successful. You know what I mean? You put your play – doesn't mean it's always going to happen. They still have to execute, but you put you set your team up and you set your players up for, up for success. If you ever feel like it's the other way, you're doing it wrong. If you think your coach is setting your team up for failure, you need a new coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. That's it. She done. She done. Mark, I know it's getting late, and you're gonna uh, you're probably just with us for segment one. So I, I did want to uh, flip real quick and uh, just bat a little cleanup for you as far as the Giants and the Bears. Uh, again, a pleasant surprise for you. Uh, and then I wanted to give you a little CFP moment. I did not realize, and we surprisingly in our mega podcast the other week, we actually talked a lot about the Giants, which is kind of weird. But <laughs> kudos, by the way, Odell Beckham with that little trick eration, heaving up that 49-yard touchdown. That was kind of sweet. But this game had a whole bunch of like fun plays in it, dude. You had the fat man touchdown with uh, Akeem Hicks going all refrigerator Perry. That was great. That touchdown on fourth and goal, that was fun. Definitely dug that. You had a little bit of trickeration at the end with it was it was Tariq Cohen that threw it right to Miller. Yes. Uh, hitting him mm-hmm. in the end zone to tie that game up. That that was a that was a really entertaining football game. You know, much more entertaining than I would have expected on the surface. But can we can we get Beckham to recover an onside kick? Uh, d- d- he needs to be off the hands team. Remember look, to be fair, and that was a weak ass. That was a weak ass attempt at the onside kick from him. But why is he out there, man? That dude is. I mean, honestly, why is he out there with, with that squad? I'm not trying to. You know what I mean? Like, I understand you want you want to put, you know, certain people in situation. Obviously, he has great hands. He's not going to one hand a damn onside kick. No. <laughs> Get him out of there, dude. Get him out of there. No, it would be one thing if you were like, okay, man, go go back and play some defense on the last minute heave ho. You know, go be a, a semi DB and go after the ball. Like, I, like I'm okay with that, right? But he doesn't need to be. I, I don't, I don't know that I believe he should be on their onside kick team, hands team. He, he's too important to them. I, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you just put your second best receiver out there and call it a day. 
Yeah, I mean, it, you know, we can let we. I mean, you can poke fun all you want. You know, we went Fred X on it, the alligator on it, whatever. But I just, I don't, I don't know that I'd be running that guy out there on on. And that's just an opinion. No, I, I just no, don't, don't don't do it. I just, I just I don't I don't think you should be on special teams. Period. To no. be perfectly honest, I, 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 no. if you're ever going to bring him out in special teams, maybe the occasional punter kick return. But outside of that, and even that, I don't love with star players. It's just an extra element of risk, especially for somebody that's had a couple of injuries to his legs. But I just wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Um, Saquon Barkley, though, man, a little tip of the cap, dude, absolutely brought the hammer. Uh, had another, had another good game, man. That dude, that dude is a baller. But uh, what you yeah. were talking about earlier, Mark, Giants were three and one after the week nine bye. By the way. They've averaged 29.3 points per game, up from 18.8 before the bye. Look, I, I don't know what this game means in the grand scheme of things as far as the season, but they certainly haven't laid down. They certainly haven't quit. Uh, they get the Redskins this weekend, so maybe that, you know, <laughs> I don't know what that game's going to look like. I don't know even you know, if I'm going to that, – that's going to be a DVR special. I'm probably going to have to fast-forward through that. <laughs> I, might, I might have to make that a drink. Hey, Drunky, should I make the Giants – and the Redskins, should I make that a drinking game this weekend? Is that a good idea? Yes. You said it yourself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. By the way, yes. Giants had five sacks in that game. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, because uh, I had a, a Christmas party Saturday night, so uh, I was out late. So, uh, unfortunately, was 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 dozing a little bit during the game, especially a little bit in the second half. So I didn't, didn't catch the front to him like I said we would. Uh, was there for most of the first half. Alec Ogletree get my game ball. I mean, what a game for him! Two two picks, one for a touchdown. Both picks were pretty nasty. I mean, that one in the first quarter where he jumped up, man, that was that was a that was a nice move, dude. That was a phenomenal move. I mean, that's that's not something you typically see out of out of a linebacker. So, uh, game game ball for 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 him for me. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't they say during the broadcast he played running back in high school? So he's he's got some skills. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think they did. Yeah, just out of curiosity, just what what did you get out of that? What you other than personal satisfaction? What, <laughs> what did you get out of that game? Um, you know, just a, 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 gen, a general lack of you know of excitement over the fact that they're they're fighting. I mean, they, they're, they're like you're saying they're they're not they're not laying down. They've got nothing. They're not playing for anything this season. And I think they're you know uh, other than maybe Beckham, they're all aware of it. Um, and, uh, I mean, you know, if, 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 I mean, it's the momentary thought crossed my mind of like, gosh, if they had won last week when they should have, you know, but, but I, reality still is, you know, there's, there's still <laughs> four more games to go and it's yeah. just, you know, come on. Eight but, and eight, baby. Uh, hey, look, eight and eight teams have made the playoffs before. Of course. And, and, and you know, Did, and, and, and NFC least, but yeah. when, uh, and, weren't the Seahawks, were they eight and eight when they had the beast quake? Were they, I think so. Yeah. Were they an eight, 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 eight or seven and nine? I think they were seven and nine. Oh my god! Because pe- yeah. people were pissed because a seven and nine team made the playoffs, but because they won the division. But other, I think it was was it wasn't it Carolina who actually had a no. better record? Who, who was it that had a better record than them that year? That was like second in the division, but they didn't make the playoffs. Right. Uh, that actually sounds about right. Yeah, I, I think you are right. But I mean, you know, look. You got to reward division winners. Yep. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think you can ever be in a situation where you're like, "Sorry, you won your division, and uh, too bad." Some other rando team has a better record. F you. 
Um, I would listen to an argument that you might want to reseed. You know what I mean? Like that's an argument that I, I could entertain. But division winners, ha- you have to have a reward for winning your division because it's some divisions are just they're. I mean, they're way more difficult than others. Like, granted, that means some divisions suck, but you know that that's just the fluke of a year. You can't. You know what I mean? You can't change it based on that. And besides, we wouldn't have gotten the beast quake otherwise. That <laughs> exactly. was that was like the introduction to, you know, what Seattle was going to be. We just didn't know it yet. Yeah, we just. No, didn't. I, I, I still I still going back and watching that from time to time. So yeah, uh, no, you know, you never know what you're going to get. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see 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 a lot of fight out of him. I was I, I was really excited to see you know plays like that out of, out of players like Ogletree. You know, yeah. Uh, I, I hated that. You know, because of the you know shit start of the season, we lost guys like like Snacks, which a who doesn't love having a guy named Snacks on their team? It's a great dude, name for a football yeah, player. I, I love the dude. I love the dude. I hated hated that happening. So yeah, I'm glad glad to see you fight out of both sides of the ball. And uh, yeah, let's keep seeing what they do the rest of the year. I every single person I know seems to be keep trying to tell me that it's, it's time to bench Eli. It's time to bench Eli. No, and not I, yet. I, why? Why? No. Not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. I mean, um, you've got some winnable games left on the schedule, so I, yeah. I think, especially with the way you guys have been playing, I mean, and you get Dallas at the end of the season, if Dallas falters at all, I mean, there's a chance. Uh, yeah, honestly. It's slim, it, it, slim oh, chance, but it's, it's there. Of course it's slim. Dallas, Dallas I think, is the, is the team that's come out of the division and is yeah. ready to roll. It, it, and it's really Ezekiel Elliott and it's their defense. And Dax yeah. had some moments, but let's be honest. He, he's not the, yeah. you know. But, Van Van de Bosch is nasty. Yeah, I got to give him credit. Oh yeah. Um, oh, he's great, dude. Great. So, and they'll yeah, have Sean, Sean Lee has and, definitely helped him and, yeah. bloom into and a the, really good defender. And they'll get Sean sure. Lee back for a quarter or a half, yeah, or yeah, maybe, maybe a, a game, half, probably. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> but I, I was bum- I'm bummed to see that uh, Landon Collins is going to be going on the IR for you guys. So I know yeah, that's going right. to hurt your defense a little bit. Uh, absolutely. Um, but then again, it's, it's it's similar to the you know. Obviously, different setup, but like the the idiotic deci- decision to bench Eli last year. I mean, what 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 would be the purpose? What what are they trying to see? They 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 let us not going to be the the future. And um, I even hate even saying his name. What's what's the other guy? Davis uh, Webb. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. Doesn't, I, doesn't matter. None of it matters. It's not that's once, not who the future is. So once they are mathematically eliminated, I think you let Eli start and you start bringing other guys in to back clean up. Sure. Especially if a game gets ugly. Although I, they've played well enough. I don't think they've gotten blown out by anybody this year. I'm, maybe I've forgotten the game, but I think I think, I think last week we said it was like 21 points, and I or not last week, or two weeks ago it was like 21 points by Philly. I think is what it was. Yeah, yeah. And, and maybe, maybe yeah. there was one, but for the most part, they've been in games for big mm-hmm. chunks of games. So I, I wouldn't, if you're going to do it. Let Eli start, and then you know, bring the young, young guys in the back, clean up, or you know, let him play half, whatever. Uh, I think the writing's on the wall that he's going to be there next year. Yeah, and, and I know we talked about it last week, but I, I think that I think you, you see enough that you can comfortably go into the season with him, and you you can keep trying to find your backup and your next guy. But I, I think Lolita should get some PT. It's just a matter of when. But I certainly right. wouldn't be benching them, and I don't. I don't think we're going to see that at all until they are mathematically eliminated. Which, given the state of the NFC East, other than perhaps the Cowboys, it may right. take a little while. Um, no, you're right. Lord knows you're going to be pulling for uh, the Eagles to beat Dallas, aren't you? 
<laughs> I, honestly, I do it anyway. It's, yeah. it's always gross, but I, I feel like to me, they're the less of two either evils. Mm. All right, man. I, I tell you what, real quick, if if we're, if we're done with that, I, I want to get your thoughts on the CFP. <clears throat> Did they get it right? And uh, anything else you took away from the college football weekend that was? Because that Alabama Georgia game was that was that was a hell of a football game. The Jalen <laughs> yeah, that Hurts. Was not- that Go was ahead. my only regret for uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a blast at my company Christmas party, but that started uh, or really getting ready and leaving was basically right on the you know mid first quarter. So I mean, I barely got to see any of it. So I was, I, I told y'all I appreciate it. I, I wanted uh, sports through updates in the you know, Facebook chat, which which y'all provided me with. So I appreciated that. <laughs> um, so I, I was watching you know, through you guys, but uh, it sounded like a hell of a game, and sort of like all the highlights. It was. Um, it was pretty wild. Uh, I, I'm sure. I mean, I, I'm certainly, you know, not surprisingly, I was you know, pulling, pulling for Georgia like crazy. Uh, I've got, got a couple of family members that are Georgia alums, and I know they, I can't imagine how nuts it must have been for them watching. Hey, man, do me um, a favor. Uh, you're breaking up a little bit, depending on the position of your head. So try to, try oh, to, sorry. It, it seems like it's holding up a little bit better when you're, yeah, looking in. Um, go, go ahead and pick it back up. Appreciate it. Um, so, uh, yeah, just, just, I know that was a crazy game, but, yeah, in terms of the CFP, I definitely feel like they got it right, and, and it, just, it it feels like the writing's on the wall for for Clemson Bama again, which I I don't really have any complaints. I mean, I I think that would be a great game. It it should be. It should be. Uh, you know, I, I watched the game off and on. I mean, I was in the middle of a couple things, but I was trying to pay attention to that, and it just yeah, that was really a wild one, man. And I just you know, every season has a story. Right, and then some of those stories right. really kind of rise up, and it, to me, the turnaround to think about what happened to Jalen Hurts last year, and then Tua exploding onto the scene, and then this year Tua getting hurt, and, and granted, he he had some, you can argue he was relatively ineffective in, in chunks of that game, and maybe that's the injuries, maybe it was just a bad game for the kid, whatever. But for Jalen Hurts to come in and have that opportunity to throw for a touchdown, to run for a touchdown, to be as efficient and effective as he was on third down, and he made some money throws, dude. That wasn't yeah, just sure. that wasn't just he ran with the ball. I mean, he made some money freaking throws. You just think about the story of that. And I know people, you can hate on Alabama, you can hate on Saban, you can hate on them. That's fine. That's your deal if you take your bias or your fandom out of it and appreciate the season just in this season for what that is, the story of Jalen Hurts to stay at Alabama, to work on his game, to make, you know what I mean, to at least on for a moment to look like he has, has developed as far as his passing game and improved, mm-hmm. that, that was on yeah. full display. And then to have the opportunity to come back in and say, you know, save that. Now, now, look, let's be fair. They weren't knocking Alabama out of the top four no matter what happened. They no, were, right. it, the, no shot. This game only mattered for Georgia. And side note, this is my opinion. That freaking fake punt, that was that in, it, in itself was enough for me to say, nope, you don't belong in there. Get the hell out. <laughs> Get out. I mean, my favorite, my favorite tweet was Kirby blinked because neither one was blinking to that point. And then Kirby, for whatever reason, I mean, the, the Justin Fields bringing that kid in at quarterback on – plays every now and then drove me up a wall mm-hmm. like i get the kids a five star and apparently there were some grumblings that he was upset about not playing i'm sorry you're part of the team and you have to win this game to get into the playoff and Fromm is playing out of his mind 
take a page from Jalen Hurts and sit your ass on the bench and learn. Yeah. And, you know, all offseason, all we heard was, where's Jalen Hurts going to transfer to? Where is he going? Yep. yep. And – after that fourth game, you know, he's like, I'm going to stay. And when that fifth game came and Saban put him in in the second quarter or whenever Tua had thrown his 20 touchdowns for the game, mm-hmm. the Alabama home crowd gave Jalen Hurts a standing ovation when he came into that game. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And they rec- – you know, there's smart football – there's a lot of smart football fans in Alabama, and they under they recognized, hey – Something happens to Tua. We got to make sure that this kid knows we're behind him a hundred percent because he stuck with us. We're going to stick with him. Yeah. And I mean, that was on full display. I mean, like you said, Justin, that was a great point you made. He made some money throws like though. It wasn't just gimmies. No, I mean, he, he had to, he was on the run, had to put it on a dime. Yeah. I want to say that one, one, that touchdown throw, he was running, I think to the right and he was on the move and he fired a laser in there. Beautiful pass. I mean, and it had to be in one spot, one spot only. And that's Mm -hmm. where it was. Um, and that tied the game up and good Lord Kirby smart. It's here's the thing. You're fourth and 11. Getting 11 yards against the Bama defense on a normal play is tough. <laughs> Dude. It, and look, I, it, and what Matt pointed out in the chat, yes, the left side was open. I just I don't think he would have had the speed to get 11 yards. I think they no. would have closed and closed on no. him quick. He may have gotten eight if he was able to get outside, but he wasn't look, getting 11. For the life of me, I don't understand. Right, I don't understand. It's one thing to go for the fake punt and to set up for it, but once you see they're in that defense, if you don't know what to do, take the damn delay a game and just punt. Exactly. Yes. You yes. know what I mean? Milk the milk the clock, and they saw that the the kid Fields was in the game, so that's why they went to that defense because they thought, oh, there's the backup quarterback who only runs the ball. So, yeah, we're going to play prevent defense. Yeah. And that's when you call kill, 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 and you either take the delay a game take or you can punt the ball and you say, hey, Jalen Hurts, you just came into the game. Go 80-plus yards against our defense that has stymied your team for most of the game. I would much rather have seen that, and I think people would have found much less fault. When that happened, to see them see Alabama set in that defense and then still try to go for the dance, and I know it's I know it's revisionist. I know you get the hindsight, the torn, you know all that crap, but that just didn't. It in the moment that felt like a terrible football decision. Oh, we we it we said it on the terrible chat. Terrible execution, terrible football I mean, decision. It was just a de- the decision. It's on the coaching staff. Like I don't blame the players on that one. It didn't have a chance. And you have to, as a head coach of a team that's going to be in the college, that had a great mm-hmm. chance, a fantastic opportunity to get into that playoff, you can't make that call. You just can't. No. I mean, it, I understand wanting to be aggressive, but there's a fine line between being aggressive and being a dumbass. Yeah, that, that, And he was on the dumbass side of the line. That That hit the stupid meter. That hit I the mean, stupid, stupid meter. It, it broke the stupid meter. And Side note. Like I, no, go ahead. I just, I just, I feel like those players were robbed of an opportunity to 
possibly, you know, force a three and out and then give your Jacob from one last opportunity to drive him down for a, a field goal. You know, look, I, I don't know if Georgia had any prayer of staying in the in the top four, but I do believe that that cemented the absolute nope <laughs> that cemented it. Uh, you know, I think it would have been really hard. I think it would have been really hard to not put Oklahoma in there. There were a lot of people that were at least making credible arguments. Um, but look, you know, uh, I, I guess <laughs> what? If, what? If, if you're Georgia, like, I mean, how bitter, how bitter is that one? If you're a it's, Georgia fan to be brutal. up 28, 14 to knock their quarterback out. And then for that to happen. Well, and the other one is, is they were up 21 to seven, got a fumble. And if they fall on it in the end zone, Alabama doesn't score that touchdown. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, that's the other play. Like you have to be like, oh, if we had just recovered that fumble. Coulda, shoulda, wouldas, buddy. Yep. You you hate to walk away with coulda, shoulda, wouldas. But, you know, again, we (laughs) talked. There's a few big ones. There's a few of them. There's a few people. That God bless, when you talk about football and situational football, you know, Saban and Belichick, man. I know Saban yes. didn't fare well in the NFL. That's irrelevant. At the collegiate level, that dude is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. right? And I, and I know Alabama's stacked with talent. We understand that, okay? But those teams are ready. You yes. know what I mean? And they're ready to take advantage of opportunities and moments. And I think from a <laughs> for Georgia – uh, and I think, uh, you know, a lot of people, I would imagine, were pulling for Georgia just so they could see Alabama take an L, <laughs> if nothing else, right? Although maybe maybe you wanted Alabama to win just to try to avoid having two SEC teams in, in the CFP. But that difference as far as being prepared, being situationally smart, was clearly evident in moments in this game. And th- it's just, I feel bad. You know, I feel bad for the Georgia players. That, that's... That's two. That's two tough years back to back where they're a pretty damn good football team, and I absolutely believe you can make an argument that they're one of the best four teams in the country. But yes. they also look. They ate that L, you know, versus LSU. That's a tough one. I forget what they lost by, but it was that. What was it? It was over. It was over. Yeah. It was over twenty. It was 20 and that, plus. That's. I didn't realize I, it, when we were chatting on Saturday. Yeah. I'd like. Watching Georgia, and you just made the point, they're one of the four best teams, but because of how they performed, you just you just can't put them in there. And Oklahoma winning the Big 12 and avenging their only loss. Well, and it's, um, and it's the Kyler Murray show. Are you telling me you don't think Murray and uh, – well, I would imagine – I don't know the state of Tua, how he's going to look, but I would imagine the appeal of Kyler Murray and Oklahoma versus Alabama – yeah, two and Heisman Tua, finalists. You're, yes. you're in all likelihood you're one two in the Heisman. In all likelihood, right? You're one two in some order. That that's an, an amazingly desirable matchup. Yes. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. I'm sure that factored into it. Uh, yeah, it did. I just, I, I think the committee thought like us, like. Ohio State just that twenty nine point loss at Purdue as a six and six team. It, it's just an awful loss. If it had been a one score game, I think Ohio State's in the playoff. 
Um, Haskins has been playing out of his mind. Yeah, I was going to say, man, Dwayne Haskins yeah. totally deserves some love. Five touchdowns versus Northwestern, by the way. Bro, um, Big Ten record for the season, over uh-huh. 40 touchdown pass, or I don't know how he, many He broke pass. Breeze's record, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. Um, so they, he's like, okay, fine, man. You know, we might we may have lost because that's where Breeze went to college, right? So they lose to Breeze's alma mater, and then he takes a record from him. Take that, Drew Breeze. <laughs> take that. <laughs> and Drew Breeze will be like, okay, you want to take that record? Look at all my NFL records. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Um, I tell you, these past two years, if they haven't told us anything, there needs to be an eighteen playoff. Oh God, please. Please let there be an 18 player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Georgia, Alabama was a quarterfinal game. Yes. I mean, I think we can all agree on that one. Look, essentially. It it needs to be eight teams, and that's just all there is to it. And eventually, either the Pac 12 or the Big 10 will get pissed off about being left out, and then there will be an 18 playoff. Yes. Look, to be fair, the SEC championship game was essentially a playoff play in. You know what I mean? That's what that was for Georgia. And I think realistically, look, they let, I believe, if I remember correctly, Georgia was either ahead or tied with Alabama for 59 of the 60 minutes in that game. It was pretty darn close up there. It was. Right. And there yeah. were a lot of people that made the argument that Georgia should have gone to the three slot so they could avoid having a direct rematch, you know, a back to back rematch. I would have flipped Clemson and Alabama. Mm hmm. That's what I would have done. I mean, yeah. you're not really hurting Alabama by having them face Notre Dame because they would demolish Notre Dame, just like I think Clemson's going to demolish Notre Dame. We'll but see. That's the easy way to kind of fix that because Clemson rolled, and you can just say, oh, Alabama struggled, blah, blah, and keep them at the four yeah. if that's what you wanted to do. But I, I, I think at in the end of the day, they got it right. Even though I think Georgia belongs in the playoff, they didn't show it. So it's the old, uh, yeah, on paper you're good enough and the eye test you're good enough, but eh, you got beat by 20 well, and then you blew a, you know, you went Atlanta Falcons yeah. and, blew, and blew a lead. Sorry, sorry, Georgia sports. But no, no, look, wait, here, here's the best thing you can say. They had, their, they had a direct shot. They had their crack at Alabama. You know what I mean? Yep. And they had yep. them, and they couldn't put them away. They couldn't finish. So, it's again, if you look at that as a playoff play in – they had their opportunity, then, and they didn't get it done. And as Absolutely. painful as it has to be for Georgia fans, you know, it, it's not like you didn't get an opportunity to play Alabama. You did. Correct. You Correct. lost. They won. That's that. But I, I do think you can still make a credible argument that they're one of the best four teams. But I don't know. I, I don't know how on earth you justify putting a, a two-loss team in when they had a when they had a tough loss over Oklahoma. Who I mean, again. Kyler Murray is is that that's a that's a guy that's going to draw some eyeballs, and I think that matchup, even if Alabama rolls them, having having those two teams, having those two player two and 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 Murray, I think that people want to see it. You know what yeah. I mean? I think people want to see that. Um, yeah, I mean, part of the thing is entertainment, and yeah. you know, Oklahoma's offense they'll, they'll they're going to put some points on the board regardless. I hope that uh, Hollywood Brown's okay, their top receiver. Because uh, he, he's a lot of fun to watch. He had a leg injury that took him out of the game at the end. So hopefully he'll be okay to go here in a couple of weeks. All right. Our much too early call your shots. 
Mark on the CFP. What do you think? What do you think happens, man? It's way too early, but we're gonna do it just for just for just for fun. I'm just curious. Thoughts, impressions, takeaways, the setup. What do you think the finish is gonna be? I'm just um, curious. Again, I, I'm 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 totally good with the setup. I think it it is what it uh, should have been based on <laughs> being a 14 playoff. But I'm 25 billion percent in agreement that that uh, they need to change it to an 18 playoff. And I, I really hope that they'll visit that uh, at some point soon. Um, I mean, to me, again, if it's all about, you know, uh, making more money <laughs> and, and then having bigger you know games, like, you could totally drag it out. Why not make it an A-team? I mean, look, I, I wouldn't want to see it. You know, somebody was saying, well, what about all the Bulls? Look, make the first round, you know, when you seed it, have the uh, have the better seed, have it, the game at their home stadium. Yeah, exactly. That's all you do. And, exactly. and then your final four are the Bull games. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that would work perfectly because then you get the best of what the four-team playoff is with the Bulls, right? And you can reward the really good teams and their fan bases with a home game. And for a team like UCF, this year probably, you know, it's a their quarterback got hurt. But, you know, you get in teams like that and you go, you know what? You're in. You have a shot. What do you do with it? Mm-hmm. What do you do exactly. with it? And you and and you get the additional exposure and whatever revenue may be attached to that. To me, there's too much win, and it cures it cures this problem with a with a really great dominant football conference like the SEC that has you know that many high caliber teams. You you get out of a situation where one team essentially, you know, they they play out instead of play in, and uh, that wouldn't happen to Georgia. If there was an 18 playoff, they'd be in. Ohio State right. would be in. We would get to see Dwayne Haskins. You know what I mean? But eight has to be the end of it. No, eight, absolutely. Eight, eight Ohio State, Notre Dame. I mean, that would be a fun Midwest game. Hell yeah, Actually, well, dude. Ohio State going to Notre Dame Stadium, dude. That How much fun would that That'd be? That'd be great. But, yeah. you know, again, get, if your first round, make it, you know, give your give – your, uh, you know your higher seeds give you give your you know give the better teams or the higher ranked teams the home game. So so Do here would be your matchups. Mm-hmm. You'd have number eight UCF at Alabama, number seven Michigan at Clemson, mm-hmm. number six Ohio State at Notre Dame, mm-hmm. and then you'd have Georgia at Oklahoma a rematch from last year. Look, they wouldn't be at Notre Dame. They'd be up at uh, they'd be up in New York with the you know, Irish and pinstripes, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they go to Ireland for this one. <laughs> uh, can they go play in London? Can they send that game to London just for good measure? Oh, God, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, do, do, but I mean, how much fun like would those matchups be? I mean, yeah. my gosh, that sounds to me that sounds wonderfully appealing. And, and well, other than I mean, I, th- I think poor UCF might get taken to the slaughterhouse, but Uh yeah. Mm. Well, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's 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 an honor being nominated, you know, one of those kind of things. But then they could hang um, up there. We we got you know we would have been national champs, but we got rolled by Alabama. <laughs> you know, I don't know. They could put up their banner, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and call but, it. Right. So. <laughs> but you the you know you always see these teams. We want Bama. We want Bama. Well, you got Bama. You get yep. Bama. Good luck with that, by the way. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, in, in terms of actual yeah. CFP, uh, I, I just I, I I'll be rooting. Um, well, especially be rooting for Oklahoma. I probably, I probably root for Clemson regardless, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely be rooting for Oklahoma. But it's just, and to me, that there, there's not 
I, I have a really hard time thinking that Notre Dame knocks off Clemson, and especially Oklahoma knocking off Bama. There's just not enough. What's your not enough defense there by for Oklahoma? Not enough, you know. I don't know. What's Coaching, your what's everything. your what's your most desirable matchup and your least desirable matchup out of the out of the possibilities? Just curious. I think the most the most desirable matchup it really is Bama and Clemson, just because they're, they're they're the two best teams. I mean, they they absolutely are. I think if we're really going to say this is the best team in college football this year, then it has to be, be between the two of them. Oklahoma is extremely fun to watch. I, I was going to echo what Shannon said. I really hope Hollywood Brown is all right for Oklahoma because watching the Murray to Brown connection is incredibly fun. But that, that team ha- has holes. They, they, their defense is you know, not, not what it, it needs to be. Um, I haven't I haven't really been watching Notre Dame as, as much this year as I typically have, have in the past. So I'm, I'm not I don't feel like I'm quite as familiar with Joe Shannon is much more familiar with him than I, I am. I should be more familiar, but so I, I guess I'd have to say probably the, the least desirable uh, I think would be Bam against Notre Dame mm-hmm. just because I think Notre Dame uh, they get kind of slaughtered. I think. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I, I just I think it's gonna be Bama Clemson. Uh, but I, I think Clemson knocks them off. I really do. I just you know that's obviously what I'll be rooting for. But it's it's what I say is gonna happen. Close game, be a great nice. game. But all right, we will certainly have an opportunity to revisit that. Uh, second part of that is who do you think wins the Heisman? I I, I want it to be Murray. I really and I really do. Okay. So pull for uh, Murray. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Murray. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, we're gonna find out, man. So, if if I can before I take off, I, yeah. I got uh, got an NFL question for really for 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 everybody. Okay, um, uh, certainly one of our favorite topics throughout the throughout the season. Good old, good old Patty Patty Mahomes. So I was gonna yeah. say, you know, what we're looking at right now. Two 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 questions, uh, just for for, for fun. Uh, does he break Peyton's record for touchdowns and in a season? And does he, since Breeze is, I mean, he's still having a hell of a season, but, you know, by standards of MVPs, slipped a little bit. Does Patty get the MVP? I think that really depends on how the Saints finish. I mean, it, that's partially true, in, of course, for how the Chiefs finish. I think Breeze is still the favorite, but I think Mahomes is right on his ass. Um. So if if Breeze and the Saints have a strong finish, I think he's going to be the sentimental favorite. Uh, but that's also, I mean, it's not like he's he's going to be the sentimental favorite without any performance in production to support it. I think that'll be there. I also do believe a lot of people are just going to be drawn to what Mahomes is doing. Um, his, Mahomes doing Mahomes things. I mean, he certainly did it in that game. He had a couple, you know, he was had some turnovers against the the Rams. I don't think that's really a, a huge criticism of him. Uh, Reed came out talking about how he wants him to keep slinging it out there. And, and clearly he does because um, yeah. you learn from it. And people are going to forget that I mean, he's not a rookie, but I mean, this is his first year as a starter. I mean, it, it really is a, in a, a just what he's accomplished is just ridiculously incredible. He, uh, that was his seventh game with four touchdown passes this year. Seventh. It's insane. I mean, it's come silly. on. I mean, it is ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. So I think Breeze is still the favorite, but some of that is I think people want him to finally be an MVP and his window was smaller. And I think some people will look at Mahomes and be like, 
Uh, dude, it's year two. He got a long time. He's got a long time to go. So, uh, but it, I wouldn't be shocked if Mahomes steals it from him. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked, but I, I it, it, if Breeze and the Saints have a strong close in the season, I think Breeze gets it. If they stumble, bumble, you know what I mean? Uh, and they have another game like the, I, I'll give them a, a mulligan against Dallas. Um, I'll give him a mulligan on that. But if they he has another game like that, I think Mahomes is going to take it. Yeah. Um, take it. I don't think he gets the touchdown record. It, it just, you know, you got Baltimore, then the Chargers on a short week, and then at Seattle. That, that's a tough stretch right yeah, there. Yeah, they do. That is, that is going to be tough. I mean, he could go 10 touchdowns on the last week versus Oakland, but <laughs> um, uh, MVP-wise, I think he's retaken the lead slightly mm-hmm. just because of uh, Breeze's poor performance last week. So I think the last four weeks will tell you something. But, dude, don't forget about Aaron Donald, man. 16 and a half sacks. I know, but not a quarterback, though. That, I know, I know, I know it, dude. Sit far, but he, he deserves recognition. I mean, I, I, that I fully agree with. That. I, Justin's right too. That, yeah, it's 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 just it's always so Look, tough. And, and and not only is it so Gurley, tough, but I mean, you, you have more of a chance if there if there wasn't you know a quarterback or really two quarterbacks having the seasons that you know yeah, Breeze and Mahomes are having. I mean, I, yeah. um, so it's it's going to be so tough for Donald. But yes, he he absolutely deserves. It. A ton of acknowledgement. It's a it's a filthy season. He deserves to be in that top five. I mean, you got Gurley, yeah. Yeah. who is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Even if fantasy players hate him, although he ends up scoring later on the drive anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mahomes, Man. by the way, forty-one touchdown passes so far this season, joining Peyton Manning, who had forty-four in two thousand four, forty and forty-one in two thousand thirteen, and Tom Brady with forty-one in two thousand seven as the only quarterbacks with at least 40 in the first 12 games of a season. Yeah, right. I mean, that that's, and, that's an exclusive club, buddy. Whew. Yeah, and, and, and so, you know, and to be fair, I mean, uh, you know, he, he, he's got to reach the, the 50, 57 touchdown mark to, to get the, the Heinz catch-up for life. So, I mean, it depends on how, how motivated <laughs> he is for that. What? I mean, it's four touchdowns each game. He, so. lo- he yeah. lost some yeah. catch-up on his stakes, so. <laughs> Come on, come on, Patrick. Season it, baby. Come you got season it. <laughs> Medium rare. Raw dog that thing up, dude. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> get your get seasoning you like. Medium rare. Get you a nice red wine and enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, man. That's, right. That's funny. <laughs> I like I like your I like your dining tips, by the way. Or, or you could be like Jim Baker and just get some Grey Goose and uh, some steak from Morton's for uh, 41 yeah. and hook there a brother up, man. How awesome was that? <laughs> that was a fun story. That hey. is Sports Brew approved, by the way. Have we ever played Red Red Wine on the, on the podcast before? I don't hmm. believe so. I think this might be a first. I think. Hmm. But there you go. Cover. I think did once. Maybe. But either way, Mahomes, I mean, like Patrick, you, you have your tip from the uh, Twitter Terminator, man. Get some seasoning, get some red, you know, red, red wine. You, you'll be good. A nice red wine to go with the steak, baby, and, and just enjoy it. Take your time. Let's see. Yo, diamond fruit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sounds about right from the fail horn. I, I think he's going to threaten the records. But, yeah, they've got some tough sled in front of them. 
and that the Baltimore game is going to be tough. And then obviously, they, and one thing that might work in his favor, honestly, as far as the MVP race, and this is going to sound kind of silly, the loss of Kareem Hunt and replacing him and for them to keep rolling, it, that's a pretty layered story, but that's a huge person to lose. Uh, obviously, deservedly so. <laughs> he, he brought that on himself. But yeah. to, to lose a, a player of that caliber at this point in the season, if he can keep going at that clip with a little bit of added pressure, I, I think that tells you a bit about read the offense, but certainly Mahomes. Because right. make no bones about make no Mahomes make no bones about it <laughs> make no Mahomes about it Mahomes about it you know white ends baby white end uh, make no Mahomes see Shannon they they should have run Andrew Luck out as a white end against ja- against Jacksonville that was the mistake that was a mistake man they blew it uh, but make make no Mahomes about it <laughs> I can't believe I said that bring in the four white end system you know <laughs> yeah. Four um, white ends, baby. but but losing Kareem Hunt, I mean that's a big from a from a football standpoint. Um, that's a huge cog to lose. That's a huge piece. To yeah, lose. there's Spencer, Spencer Ware, sure as hell is no Kareem Hunt. No, nobody Kareem Hunt no. is a man amongst himself. Which I, I yeah, I'm so furious about that whole thing. Just because uh-huh. I, I yeah, he's so much fun to watch and it's just disgusting. But but um, uh, I know they re- I think they resigned uh, Sharkandrick. Yeah, Sharkandrick um, West to, is to, back. Uh, uh, yeah, oh, but, I, I mean, but, so, <laughs> go ahead. But it's, but it's, I was just gonna say. I mean, so obviously it's an interesting like dichotomy of you know. Well, some people would naturally think, well, you know, obviously the running game is going to be you know so much lesser, so they're going to need to throw it somehow even more. Maybe. But the, the the problem there is that you know teams obviously can you know can can challenge them with the run a lot better with you know the likes of Spencer Ware and Tarkander West than you know preparing to try to stop Kareem Hunt. So sure. it doesn't necessarily line up that way. Um, I think you're, you're absolutely right that, that, that you know, they're going to keep slinging the ball. Reed wants him to keep slinging the ball. So, I mean, certainly he's going to have opportunities to do it. But uh, how they look the rest of the season and beyond without Hunt, it's it's going to be interesting. I think uh, when, when, when they're really facing good teams. Right. I think what's most relevant here is if they're in a situation where they really, really need a running first down, or ball, you know what I mean? If they're, if right, they're who, who, do they trust? I don't know. who do they trust and can they get it done? We know Mahomes can throw it. And I would imagine what we'll see is a little bit of what Reed used to in Philadelphia, which is you're going to manufacture a run game with the short pass game, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of that. But as was a problem for Reed in Philly, if you can't close out or you really, you know what I mean? If you really need to clock grind or pick up, yardage on the ground are they gonna are they gonna be in a spot where you know their running backs let them down we'll see although god bless believe me i would take Mahomes over any version of donovan mcnab that's ever existed on the face of this <laughs> earth I, I would so they're Pretty gonna sure be every human human being on the planet would so you know maybe maybe not donovan mcnab's mom in the chunky soup commercials but <laughs> maybe not maybe <laughs> But uh, I don't know. So, so there ends up being a couple of interesting wrinkles and caveats to the Mahomes' MVP story. And I think the Kareem Hunt situation will factor into that on some level. What do they do? Because that's a, that's a big change. You know, it, 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 what happens to, you know, New Orleans and Breeze if all of a sudden Kamara's not there? I mean, you got Ingram. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, not that I, I mean, don't like Mark Ingram. Ingram's good, but Ingram's not Kamara. No, yeah, and no, you know not what even I mean? close. No, oh. 
So, although I'm not sure anybody on the Chiefs staff is is up to Mark Ingram's, you know, up to snuff with him. But... Although I do hear that the Chiefs are trying to uh, sign Harim Cunt. <laughs> oh, what a last <laughs> name! Uh, I think Damn. you meant. I think you meant well, to we're, say we're, we're switching the H and the K around. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think you meant to say Funt. You know what, Shannon? <laughs> Honestly, bro. <laughs> Bro, I, I think, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but you almost need, this is almost PETA approved. Mark, you probably are familiar oh, with this. I know. Did you see please, this? Please, please, no. Did you see this completely ridiculous anti-animal, you know, rallying against anti-animal language? Uh, I, I, already, I already hate them enough. I don't, yeah. they, they said, here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversations. And if Shannon's going to go, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. So instead of saying kill two birds with one stone, you say feed two birds with one scone. Oh, F off. Instead of saying be the guinea pig, say be the test tube. <laughs> instead of saying beat a dead horse, say feed a fed horse. That doesn't even make sense. Nope. Uh, bring home the bacon. Uh, say bring home the bagels. Look, dude, if my choice is bagels or bacon, I'm bringing home the bacon every damn time. I, I mean, I love bagels. Or bring home a bagel with some, some cheese and, and bacon on it. Yeah, if I, I'm, right. I'm bringing home a where, bagel with some. Where, yeah, hell yeah. Where um, is Sam Jackson? Egg, egg and cheese and bacon. I like I'm, so, I, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I, don't get me. I love animals. I love you know. I, man, they could eat a dick with this shit. <laughs> I, I like this one. Uh, one is is uh, instead of saying take the bull by the horns, say take the flower by the thorns. Oh, now see, vegans are upset now. Fuck you. <laughs> So, <laughs> so I, I, I love the, I love the, all the responses to this bit of madness. Uh, number one, uh, at Peta, is it still cool to call it doggy style? <laughs> Spe- speciesism, speciesism. Let's see. Let me, let me just scroll because a couple of these were great. Uh, one person just said, "Stop badgering us." Ha ha ha. Yeah, that one I thought was good. Uh, and somebody said, uh, yeah, come on, people, don't we have bigger fish to fry than this? <laughs> yeah. So they said, you know, hey, 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 please uh, replace fish with potatoes. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, not that it matters for shit, but I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I talked about how, like, yeah, I know Trent Reznor is a huge, like, Peter Sporter, and certainly there's plenty of other celebrity sporters. I hope anybody... I shouldn't say anybody. Obviously, somebody out there supports this, but I hope most people that are associated with it are like, "All right, come on, Peter, shut up!" Like this is zip your face. Is, what, what, come on, man, get get the f out of my face. Yeah, that, that's... Sam Jackson just called. Hey, man. Hey, man. Look, look, look. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. Sounds too pig-headed. <laughs> but I want to address the elephant in the room. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, or as Sam Jackson would say, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway, Peter that... Griffin, your thoughts? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that soundboard's not working at the moment. Ah, sorry. Boo. That one's fail buckets, man. That one's boo fail buckets. Soundboard. Yeah, boo, boo. Anyway, <laughs> so dumb, dude. Peter, thanks, y'all. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. <laughs> what was it? Feed two birds with one scone? Get out of here. F-O-H. 
<laughs> well, well intentioned, but nah, dude, stop. Anyway, yeah. all right. Well, I think we're certainly due for a quick break. I need to refill. I have like I have no beer. I have no hundo. I have no coffee. Yeah, I'm out. I too. mean, I'm I'm totally running on E. I'm like the, the Redskins quarterback situation, man. Nothing's looking good. <laughs> Nothing's looking good right now. You know what I mean? Everything's empty or at the end end of its useful like life cycle. It's just done. So uh, somebody's butt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, I I still can't believe Mark Sanchez has gone full butt circle <laughs> from the butt fumble to the butt recovery. I don't know if that offsets the butt fumble. I don't think anything ever can. But it, I mean, how fitting is it that he recovered a fumble with his ass? I, I mean, just. That's I mean, one way to do it. I mean, I guess Peter says he has cat-like reflexes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. in the in the annals, not the annals, in the annals of football. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. So, in this case, it sounds like it's in the annals of football. Yeah, maybe. Well, don't worry. The Redskins are going to be bringing up the rear, so I guess it's fitting. <laughs> hey, hey, stop feeding a fed horse. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, man, Mark Sanchez is really bringing home the bagels, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just like Andrew Luck this week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hell <laughs> hey, drunky. Hey, drunky. Can Andrew Luck bring home some bagels this weekend? <laughs> Can't wait. Shut the fuck up, fat man. Okay, no need to be violent, drunky. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. Jeez. Golly. I wish no you could just shut player your big yapper. All right, all right, all right. All so right. angry. So angry. <laughs> Jeez. Easy, Chewy. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mark, uh, wrap-up thoughts. And I guess, Matt, uh, you probably need to get out of here, too. So uh, wrap-up yeah. thoughts, and we'll get out. Uh, Mark first. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's uh, I, pretty much all I wanted to get to is uh, oh. fun with Mahomes and uh, yeah, go, go, go Giants. And uh, looking forward to it. It should be a fun, fun CFP. Uh, I think, uh, again, I think we're pretty well destined for, for Bam and Clemson. I think that'll be a great game. So I, I got I got no complaints. Uh, I hope it's a great game. Expect it will be. And uh, go, go Clemson. There you go. Uh, Whitfield, wrap-up thoughts, man. Uh, Clemson in Oklahoma. Is that what you want? That's what I think is going to happen. I, some just Ooh. tells me that Oklahoma – I mean, not Oklahoma – Alabama's not as strong as they've been in years past. I like so, it. Got it. I, I just think it's Clemson and Oklahoma. Uh, hashtag suck for Bosa, part of the Packers, you know. <laughs> suck for Bosa. Bosa's going to be gone within the first two picks. Good luck with that. Yeah, unless you're trading up, man. I, I doubt you're getting Bosa. Unless the teams get scared away from his injuries. Well, we got an extra one, so who knows, you know. Anyway, yeah, that's why I'm sticking with. There you go. All right, fine, fair enough. As always, we're the Sports Brew. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Uh, but you can find us on, uh, <laughs> look, keyword sports and brew, whether that's our home feed on Podbean, livesportscaster.com, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, any number of other services. You can track us down, man, crank it up. As always, we appreciate you listening. If you enjoy our ridiculousness, feel free to pass it along, share it, and tell somebody else uh, how we made your stomach hurt laughing about Double Dong or Drunky. <laughs> Uh, app, but, but no, matter, no matter how much we ask, don't don't feed a fed horse. Don't you know, and, how much yes, you ask. Don't don't feed a fed horse. Whatever you do, don't do it. Don't feed a fed horse. But uh, in, look, enjoy this weekend. Uh, unless you're, you know, unless you're a Cowboys fan, then don't. I, I want this weekend to suck for you. I don't know how it's going to happen. I just 
kind of wanted to happen. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's just salty. Anyway, tanking for Tua. That's that's my mission for next year for the Redskins. Um, <laughs> uh, breakdown for Bosa. That's what you need. That's what you need, uh, Matt. Breakdown for Bosa or busted for you know busted for Bosa. You, 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 you need something a little catchier than uh, suck for Bosa doesn't work. Suck for luck worked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't, suck for Bosa doesn't doesn't quite have the panache. That's not there. It's not there. But uh, anyway, as <laughs> we'll be back in just a minute. And as always, thanks for listening. And uh, Mark, great to see you. Good to hang out. I hope you feel better, bud. Go get some rest. Uh, Whitfield. Thank you very much. Enjoy the you know enjoy the feeling of a McCarthy free end of season, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see if the reverse Joe Webb does you in. We'll find out. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we'll catch you later. All right, Peace out, good night, guys. Good night, guys. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes. My lord, and release of the crappin, <laughs> <laughs> or release the bladders, if nothing else. My God. I tell you when you when you when you when you break uh break out like a, a buck forty two on segment one, man, giving your bladder a little bit of a workout. That's tough sledding, buddy. That's tough sledding, man. Uh, so I was outside um you know, watering the trees and this headline just caught my caught my eye and it said uh twenty four Amazon employees hospitalized, one in critical condition after being exposed to bear repellent. So, somebody punctured a can of bear repellent at one of their distribution centers, dude. Hold on a second. Where the hell is this distribution center? And two, who the hell needs bear repellent? Um, uh, probably the New York Football Giants. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fifty-four workers at the Robbinsville facility in New Jersey. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, of course it's New Jersey. <laughs> it's either you know it, it. Honestly, it probably should have been Florida man. No, he would have done him. <laughs> Florida man would. Florida man would have punctured that can on purpose. This, this is true. This was a this was an accident. Although it's too bad it wasn't West Virginia. You could have broken out country roads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can see it now. Hey, look at this jackass over here. He just punctured a can of the this bear repellent. Wait a second. What the hell's that smell? That's oh, a, shit. That stuff has like uh what is it? A capsaicin? Is that that, that crazy Ooh. Yeah, it it's got oh. some it's got some rough stuff in it. One person was in critical condition, dude. I don't know how much bear repellent they huffed, but my god. But yeah, they sent uh, 24 people to local hospitals. So that's pretty rough, man. How, how do you explain to that one in the emergency room? So uh, what did you guys, what happened? Um, Bear repellent? Yeah. yeah. Um, wait a second, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, workplace safety, y'all. Might be time for a review. Someone's been playing the sports food drinking game while working. Uh, isn't there like some random toad that people lick to get high? I do not even want to know. It, it is I, possible, even though I know that there was a Family Guy episode where they did that. So yeah, it, it, I'm just gonna Google. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. no. There are actually yes yeah, psychoactive toads out there, and they from their skin they have a hallucinogen. And there are people that lick toads to get high. Now that's Florida, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess this may not be what you expected, Shannon, but this is what you're going to get. Yeah, lick the toad. Take me 
Oh, Licking the toad or Breast also known as Virginia. doing the Kermit? Yeah. <laughs> so really, Miss Piggy was just a drug abuser, wasn't she? She was just trying to lick that toad, man. That's all. She yeah. like doing the Kermit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even sure Kermit got licked, though, man. <laughs> we're not going to debate. This is we're not going to get into a discussion about whether or not Kermit's getting leaked by Miss Piggy. We're, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're, just, we're not going to do that. We take a lot of wrong turns on the podcast, but I don't know where you go with that one. I don't know where you go with that one. <laughs> Nothing. No, does, dear does drunky, like <laughs> dear drunky, does anything good come out of <laughs> talking about licking Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Survey says what? You no. idiot! <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh damn! No deal. So shut up. Okay. All right. Almost had liquor okay. come out my nose. Holy shit! <laughs> that would have hurt. <laughs> yeah, it might have hurt a little bit. Woo. <laughs> God. Oh, it is stupid, 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 stupid. Oh my God, so dumb. Yay, alcohol. Oh Lord, <laughs> yes. Speaking of yes. alcohol, let's uh, salute it ah, up. Salute o'clock. Yes, yes, yes. Let's do that. Uh, so earlier this evening, I did enjoy the Hundo. Uh, I'm just going to start calling a drink the Hundo. Um, but I had some good old Dr Pepper with the 24th flavor, uh, Hunter Proof Captain. And then uh, I've had a couple of three-notch beers. One was the the Ghost of the 43rd, which I enjoy. And then the multi-pack I got this time from Costco has the... And I've never had this one. The Killer Angel Double IPA. Ooh. And my friend, this that this has the makings of a pretty heavy-duty nightcap. Nice. She's strong, buddy. Whoa. Woo. Woo. I mean, it's not licking a toad strong. <laughs> it may not be Kermit D. Frog strong. But she potent. <laughs> She's potent. Shannon, what you got, brother? Well, uh, when you go to Todd Tooting's house, he sends you home with beer. So I got the 2018 version of the Stone Woot Stout. Nice. 11.5%. There you Beautiful. go. And uh, I'm washing it down with a little Hardywood Richmond Lager. That's a good combo, sir. Yes, sir. Good combo. Randy, what you got, bud? I'm not going to lie, Shannon, I'm kind of jealous of the Woot Stout, so I'm going to have to go pick some of that up soon for myself. But for tonight, my buddy, uh, went over to visit my buddy, and he gave me some uh, some apple pie moonshine and some lemonade moonshine, which I didn't realize they made. So, oh, I bet the lemonade's <clears throat> good. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I downed my first one, which was lemonade moonshine, and I'm working on some apple pie moonshine right now. Plus, I got myself a Hardywood cream ale. Man, I'm a little jealous, man. That sounds delicious. It's been very tasty, let me tell you. See? It's liquid wind, buddy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, uh, as a Redskins fan and the Packers fan, I need all the liquid wind I can get to get through this season. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, <laughs> thanks you know, for the it's suggestion. Not, it's not licking Kermit or anything, but, you know, it'll, it'll work. Yeah. Someone would be like, licking Kermit? What are these assholes talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Drunky. <laughs> dear, dear Drunky. Yeah, that that really would be a hell of an app. That really would be. Pretty much. Especially with sound bites. I mean, pension, you know, 
pinching, pinching off, off a loaf, loaf soiler alert you, you could get some good ones mixed in there with dear drunkie you mean, are on the bse yeah just full, stop now <laughs> stop do yourself <laughs> dear a favor Drunky, my fantasy team is in the cellar what what does that mean you are on the bse full bse stop being such a pussy yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man Anyway, uh, all right. Um, let's circle back around to a couple of thoughts. Well, I guess we'll, at this point it's late enough. Uh, we're going to try to contain this thing. We'll, we'll just kind of run through some quick hitters. A few things that stood out to me in a couple of different games. <laughs> Number one, uh, Texans Browns. Dude, Baker Mayfield up having a pick party at the beginning of that thing. Um, I thought that was going to be a little bit closer than it was. But kudos to Houston. Uh, really, uh, they've done a hell of a job after starting zero three. You got to give them credit for that. In the third quarter, though, and in my notes, I just said Browns doing Browns things. Uh, <laughs> Mayfield threw a 75-yard touchdown to Callaway, and it got wiped out by a hold. And a few plays later, he looks like Callaway looks like he's going to break off for another monster touchdown, and he fumbles the ball near the damn goal line. <laughs> I'm like, some days it's just, you know, it's just not your day, bro. <laughs> Browns going to Brown. Browns Brown, man. I like their future. I like their upside. I do. I do. But, uh, yeah, that one, that one – Brown's going to Brown, buddy. Uh, kudos to the Rams, by the way, for clinching the NFC West with a win over the Lions. Uh, Detroit did make a game of it for a few quarters, but as good teams should do, uh, they went away and pulled You know, they, they pulled away late. Uh, Aaron Donald with another just money play dude with a strip sack of Stafford. Uh, of Stafford set the Rams up in great field position. Uh, Todd Gurley finished that off with a 13-yard touchdown. And Todd Gurley, you know, he does not give a crap about your fantasy team, man. There he was running along the front of the end zone to burn up clock. I thought that was an absolute riot. <laughs> but uh, he did he did end up with a goal line touchdown, so you can't hate it so much. Um, but kudos to the Rams for that. Uh, Ravens-Falcons. I tell you what, man. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, the, <laughs> that team is winning ugly, but they're winning, dude. Uh, you can talk about the, their opponents. That's fine. I mean, the Falcons aren't a great team. We we certainly understand that. But uh, what Lamar Jackson is doing is helping to keep that defense fresh. Uh, they certainly have been playing better. Uh, he did get a couple of rushing touchdowns. He did have an ugly fumble. And he he definitely had a couple of, of those throws. You're just like, what the hell? Although, to be fair, Flacco did the same thing. Um, he, he missed a – it just completely missed on a wide-open receiver that – Really would have just made a beeline to the end zone. Yeah, you know um, how I lost to Trey this week? Yeah. If he had hit Brown, I would have won the game. There you go. What are you going to do? Uh, but the Ravens D held Matt Ryan and the Falcons, I believe, uh, to 131 total yards. Yeah, that was impressive. So that, that's that that's balling. Uh, Lamar Jackson, by the way, he has 265 rushing yards over his first three starts. That's the most ever by a rookie. Yep. By a rookie quarterback over his first three over his first three starts since the merger. Uh side note, Lamar Jackson joins two other quarterbacks as the only rookies to win their first three starts over the last decade. <laughs> you want to wager a guess who the other two are? First I bet I bet starts. I bet one you guys will get, you know, without too much uh too many problems. Yeah. So uh, Lamar Jackson joins two other quarterbacks as the only rookies to win their first three starts. In the last decade, it's recent history. Uh, Randy, I'll let you go with this one because I, I don't have the brain power right now. <laughs> the brain power? Come on, man. <laughs> Come um, on, man. Hmm. 
I mean, the first name that pops in my head, and I know he didn't have a really good rookie season, so I'm, I, you know, even though he's flashing Peyton, but we all know that he didn't exactly have the best rookie season. Um, within the last decade, though, within the last decade, within the last decade, mm-hmm. a rookie who didn't Cam come out on fire in his rookie season, stat wise, but then when yeah, his first three starts, not winning wise. No. Okay, I'm trying to think. Damn. Think also, like Russell Wilson? Nope, not Russell Wilson. Uh, I, do, do you want the first one? Uh, let's go with the year. I was going to say, give, yeah. Give us a year. I, I'll give you the team. Eagles. Oh, um, Wentz. Carson Wentz is one of them. Okay. All right. The other guy, there's no way, if unless I give you the team. If I tell you the team, you, you'll get it. Well, you can give us the decade or a year. I guess. It's within the last decade. What do you mean, give you the decade? Re- really? It's another, so another within the last decade. Okay. Yeah. Right, tell, tell us the year, Justin. <laughs> we have discussed him in this podcast with his two <laughs> significant career uh, end to ends. <laughs> Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yes. I never realized he actually won his first three he starts. Well, he went Jets, to the AFC Championship game his first two years. The Jets were good, dude. That was a good team. Was the a team good was team. phenomenal. That was a good team. If Cleveland team. had actually gotten something out of that trade, they would have actually not sucked for so long. Yeah, probably. But Roadhead. They drafted poorly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, drafted so, poorly. The real question I have is, how long can they keep up running Lamar Jackson the way they are? Because I mean, fifty-four carries in this first three in this the past three games—that's I mean, a lot. I mean, I think it's skewed yeah. a little bit by the very, very first game. He has he hasn't carried as much, but you know, like, here's the thing: if they're winning and he's effective, uh, they're, they're going to keep rolling. What and they want, got Joe Flacco who practiced this week, so yeah. he's he's ready. What you want to see, what you want to see out of them is him start hitting some of those throws. Uh, and, and certainly not fumbling. But if you're Pittsburgh, man, you better you better keep an eye on the Ravens, dude. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's what one game, one game. They're coming one for and them. a half. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's just one. Maybe it's one and a half, but within striking distance. Especially given how difficult the Steelers' end of season schedule is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Baltimore gets Kansas City this week. I'm not counting on that no. one, but I think there are, there are other three games, especially with Denver losing um, Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 game becomes more winnable uh, after that injury, and Chris Harris going down as well. Yeah, well, I, I know that's a, that's a tough that's a tough set of breaks for uh, Denver. Not that they were really going to go anywhere this year. But, well, they get the Niners this weekend, so they should yeah. be fine. It's just a shame. Uh, you know, flips out another rookie having a hell of a year is Philip Lindsay, by the way. Um, oh my goodness! I that love. Dude, he is the AFC Offensive Rookie of the Year. Period. He that guy's a baller. That guy's an absolute. Well, yeah. I, I think mean, he came out of nowhere. Undrafted, living in his parents' basement. Grew up a Broncos fan. Cried going undrafted, and here he is, absolutely just storming. Uh, storming through the league, man. A small he's guy. Playing, he's playing for his dream team. So, I, I mean, how? why wouldn't you want to just give it your all if you're playing for the team you've always wanted to play for? Oh, it's amazing. It's an amazing story. I found this picture, and I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it in the, in the brew chat. 
Um, and then I'm gonna, hopefully I remember to post it. Hopefully I remember to post it on the Sports Brew wall. But I didn't realize that Mark, Mark's been holding out on us, and Mark actually has a second team that he's pulling for. Uh oh! I never knew it. And I want you to. Uh, here's a picture <laughs> that they had <laughs> in the highlights of the Denver game. <laughs> And tell me that doesn't look like Mark, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) That big, bushy, big, bushy deal up there. Yeah. Mark, man, your second team is Denver. Even if it wasn't, it is now. We're going to tweet that at at DSETFTW. I got it. Hey. Shannon, if I don't remember to do it, can you please tweet that at Mark tomorrow? Uh, Yes. (laughs) And, And by the way, I mean, just like. That uh, hair uh, and Mark being a DC, he is a mile high. So yes, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, but uh, Philip Lindsay, man, seven hundred eighty yards through eleven games, the most by an undrafted rookie since uh, nineteen seventy, and I think that that kid stands a really good shot um, at, at getting that uh, most rushing yards by a rookie. That their schedule is favorable. I know it stinks that they lost Emmanuel Sanders. We'll see if Cortland Sutton can step up. They're going to be up against it. I, you know, it's just a shame. And really, you know, it's a shame for the, the Bengals are having a tough go of it too. You know, losing Dalton and now AJ Green. And honestly, for AJ Green, I hope this is not the kind of thing that derails his career because you know toe injuries and turf toe, all that kind of stuff. Man, people don't appreciate how much that impacts. You know, like a DB and a wide receiver. But that's that's a huge component <laughs> of, their, of their game. Being able to make their cut, their feet are so critical. Yeah, um, and. I- and I will say this about the Bengals: either Andy Dalton needs to go, or AJ Green needs a new uh, change of scenery. What a, you know, I, that's I, I like both of those guys, but I, I you know, it, it's time for a change in Cincinnati, and I think one of those guys has to go, and you need to start building for the future. Tyler Boyd's going to be your new number one. Um, you know whether AJ Green goes to a contender or not. I mm-hmm. hope he does. Because I I would love to see him in the playoffs and on a Super Bowl stage because he's been such a, a consistent receiver for so long. You know oh, he's been tremendous. He's you know he's tremendous. he was my he was like he was like my Vladimir Guerrero of fantasy football for a long time. I always took him. Mm-hmm. You know because he's always consistent. So I think a cha- I think a change in coaching first to see if really if it's the coaching that's the issue because. In the really good years, where even though the Bengals have never won a playoff game under Marvin Lewis, the time the years that Dalton God, led not him even there, won, no, he's oh. he's never won a playoff game. Oh no, God, Dalton Barely. Dalton and Green have good chemistry, so it's just more or less going to be. I, I want to see what the coaching change. No, Hugh Jackson is head coach. I don't. Oh no, God. no, don't do that. Don't do that to this team. I I'm talking about completely restructuring that entire coaching staff. I mean, because Dalton really hasn't been the same since Gruden left for Washington. Let's be honest. That's true. Hey, man, maybe Mike McCarthy can go there. I was thinking McCarthy more or less for Cleveland, but yeah, yeah that was, I mean, he, it's not a bad idea to put McCarthy back in as an offensive coordinator and try to see if he can't rekindle some of what he had when he's with the Saints. If I'm Cleveland, uh, I may I, I make a run at Arians, man. I, I, I like I that agree. one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I think he's, he got called Bruce. Yeah, he's a good player like coach. Players play hard for him. Yeah, I, I like I mean, that. Yeah, that year with the Colts with Arians when he won Coach of the Year, 
as you know, filling in for Pagano, I mean, that team overachieved mm-hmm. like big time. They did. And if you have a, you have to have a quarterback that's willing to go downfield, and Baker Mayfield is. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Arians is – that guy is going to have you taking some deep shots. You know, I think that could that would be an intriguing – I'm not saying it would work out, but that would be an intriguing fit. That would be an intriguing situation. I, I would be a fan of that. Uh, side note, Travis Kelsey, that Chiefs-Raiders game. By the way, uh, kudos to the Raiders for making that game much closer than I would have anticipated. But Travis Kelsey was an absolute stud in that game. Did you see the touchdown celebration where he did the Stone Cold Stunner? Somebody. That was awesome. <laughs> that was an absolute riot, man. Absolute riot. Uh, but kudos to Kelsey. Just I th- He probably single-handedly won some fantasy games for people. That guy was an absolute monster uh, in that game. Well, thought- the thing is, is, you know, Mahomes was the leading rusher for that game for the Chiefs, which, you know, that just showed oh. how much, you know, mi- missing Kareem Hunt's going to be for them. Well, they're going to they're <clears> spread it around. So I mean, they weren't able. They've to got get... another horse to feed. You know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to <laughs> feed another be, fed horse. It'll be interesting to see with their stable of backs they have to see if they can even generate even half of what they had with Cream Hunt. But you know, but that's what happens when you turn into dumbass of the year, and you know, all these <laughs> videos come out of dumb shit you've done. That oh, is, you know, oh Kareem Hunt, you so earned this. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> I think under normal conditions, we would have spent a lot more time talking about Kareem Hunt, but that probably has been beaten <laughs> beaten like a dead horse. <laughs> I mean, for real. But uh, I, I guess we can say they kicked him to the curb. But hey, yo. <laughs> hey, uh, 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 certainly a monster loss for the Chiefs. I don't think the Ray Rice stuff is really a fair comparison. Ray Rice was largely done. Um, maybe he had another year in him, maybe, but, uh, I mean, Kareem Hunt is so young. Here's what I think is, is really, look, the whole thing's awful. And I, you know, I just watch people argue about, is it domestic violence? Is it battery? Look, man, that you can, you can argue about semantics. What you can't argue about is that was just a complete, that was a terrible, terrible look. And, you know, we remember when we joked around about Chris Carter and the fall guy, Kareem Hunt, mm-hmm. where is your fall guy? Why are you out there in a hall shoving I don't care what that young lady was saying to you. Dude, you shouldn't be out in the hallway. You shouldn't be out in the hallway shoving somebody. You shouldn't be kicking somebody. It's just stupid. Here's the thing. His entourage should have done a much better job protecting him. And I'm not trying to justify his actions. That's not what this is about. But clearly, if he has a pattern or he has an issue or he has a problem, whether it's because he's drunk or or whatever it is, all right, it's a terrible look. Uh, oh, number two, can the NFL just hire TMZ? Can we just cut out the middleman here? Mm. I mean, clearly the NFL is incompetent as far as investigating anybody for anything, right? That or they just didn't want to admit or they, it. Or they don't want to and until they get caught with their pants down. They, they just don't want to do anything about it. <laughs> um, just hire TMZ, y'all. Call it a day. Yeah, get, get they, were definitely, they were definitely <laughs> all over the NFL this past yeah. week for sure. Let them do your dirty work because clearly y'all can't. Yeah, at least fun. TMZ has balls. Yeah, for real, dude. The, also, that soundboard isn't working, so I can't. Crank Damn it! Oh no! Sorry, man. Can't crank that one up for you. <laughs> but the look uh, on Shannon's face. I right know. Now. I know. He's just hit the fail horn, dude. Just, just. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Sad. I know. 
I'm also sad. Because you know I do love and do enjoy a good balls reference. Muy importante. I was like, I hadn't heard that one yet. I gotta break it out. Yep. Well, there's a reason you hadn't heard it yet. And that's soundboard.com and I'm going to play them. They're just not. Nothing's playing. It's okay, Shannon. It's okay. Just let it go. Randy, we already did that song, man. Come on now. I know. But... Come on now. <laughs> anyway. Screw it. We'll do it live. Oh, Shannon. <laughs> We're trying to do quick hitters, not just Bill O'Reilly. Tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And you we know what? Leave you with we a... can do quick hitters or we can do quick shitters. Let me poop. We'll do it live. <laughs> no, we'll do it live. Fuck it. Shannon. Shannon. Like the Colts versus Jacksonville and what you just tried to do. How do you fuck that up? <laughs> How do you fuck that up? Yeah. <laughs> That's what the Jags did to the Colts, all right. Yeah. Pretty much. But <laughs> um, but you know, the cream hump. Uh, cream hump. The Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been better if he was. Look, Kareem Hunt would have been way better. Way better. Being cream hump. <laughs> Is that who they're trying to sign? <laughs> oh my god. Unbelievable. Kareem hump. It is a wasted Wednesday after all. It bleeding is. into a thirsty Thursday or yeah. throwdown Thursday. It's the Kareem Humpty dance right here. <laughs> yeah, buddy. It's good pull. I like it. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I, I think it, it, it's, it's really sad, but I mean, my god. You know, this is the classic nothing good happens after midnight. And how is it? How is it with what that guy stands to make in his career? That his entourage, his crew, his friends, whatever it is, aren't holding him. You know what I mean? Get him out of that situation and shielding him from that. I mean, you know, in today's environment that people sometimes, I mean, there are people that go looking for trouble. There are. And it, it's just, it's... <laughs> Look, if you're out partying, out having a good time, but you can't handle your crap or you have a tendency to get into it with people, your posse, your crew, your group, whatever you want to call them, needs to be able to wall you off and get you out of there before you, you do something. Gun, man. Before you do something stupid, and he did something stupid not once, not twice, but multiple times, and. Clearly, he wasn't forthcoming and or honest when dealing with the team. It's a terrible combination. Think about... We know how bad the video... And the video is terrible. The headlines were a little bit extra sensationalized, sure. But the video is... Te- it's a terrible look. There's, there's, you can't say anything good about any of that. I mean, that, that's just all bad. But think about what, that, what he's cost himself... Not only for what that situation was and how people view him, but think about the how much money he cost from a football and a con- contractual standpoint for a running back, small window anyway. What does he cost himself financially? What does he cost himself from getting bushwhacked from one of the better teams in the league that clearly are, are on the you know cusp of a great window? You don't know what they'll do. But clearly, they're a Super Bowl contender. And that's all gone. That was a dynasty contender. That's all gone. 
I mean, the first big contract after his rookie contract's yeah. up, gone. Gone. Local and local endorsements, gone. gone. National endorsements, gone. gone. He's going to be lucky when he's actually able to play again if he actually gets the league minimum at this point. I mean, and who here's knows? the thing, isn't it? Is this what the NFL does the rookie symposium for in the first place to avoid this sort of shit? They don't listen. They don't listen. You know, they it's true what they say. You are only as good as the people you surround yourself with. And clearly he does not surround himself with good people. That keeps him out of trouble. No, they, they failed him. He failed himself. He failed himself. But his entourage failed him. It really is. It really is a shame. And dumbass of the year. Yeah, uh, that, that's that's a bad. It's it's a terrible look. I you know I certainly feel bad for the. You know, uh, she looked. She was probably a smidge intoxicated, <laughs> just slightly, uh, just maybe a and little. And underage too, I believe. Uh, I, yeah, I, I think. I, think she, I, I thought. I thought I read that she was nineteen, but I'm. I'm not sure because I don't have that article directly in front of me. I, 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 I think. I think she's nineteen. Yeah, I think that was the whole reason for the argument is he realized she was underage, but. At that point in time, you can't be acting that way. No, you just dude, can't. call hotel security if you have to. You know what I mean? There's yeah. any number of better ways to handle that than the way that he handled that. That was just disastrously bad. It could have been worse, but that was pretty damn bad. I mean, worst case, you get charged with alcohol to a 19-year-old. Eh, that's, that's better than I'd, what I'd, you I'd, did. I'd much rather deal with that and just say, look, she lied to us about her age. We didn't know. Because then you have, you know what I mean? I don't want to say plausible deniability, but at least, you know, if she misrepresented her age, that's on her. Right. Uh, but by the time you're getting into a shoving match, even if she's dropping in bombs on you, which she shouldn't have done if that if that's true, she shouldn't have been doing that. But by the time you're getting into a shoving match with a 19-year-old in the hallway uh, and then kicking her, you know, not that he kicked in her head, he didn't roundhouse her, but get all that stuff. But he did kick her, and he did push yeah, you her. You can't do that. You can't do that, man. Yeah, it's just you can't do that. And uh, they had other videos of him being really aggressive um, at a club or at a bar, or whatever it was. It's all a bad look, and you know that his little disastrous interview didn't hit the mark. Didn't come across well. People didn't buy it. So he he has his work cut out for him. As a person, before he's ever going to get to cut it out, you know, cut out his uh, however much work he has in front of him as a football player, he's gonna he's he's got a tough road ahead. I hope he sorts it out, and if he does it right and handles it well, I hope he gets another chance. But guys that have that kind of history, I mean, th- those kind I mean, of things. If he can't if he can't figure that out and get a handle on it, that could be the end of his career. Uh, very true. I mean, if Michael Vick could get a second chance, this kid can too. But you're right; he's got to just work on himself, get you know, surround himself with better mm-hmm. people, and actually, you know, I mean, at this point, I think he's looking at at least. I know they're saying the minimum is six games for this type of thing, but we know it's going to be way more than that. He's probably going to lose practically an entire season because of it. Just I would, I would expect so. Yeah, I would expect so, and deservedly so. And exactly. As wonderfully talented as he may be, if you have that kind of stuff going on, all of it's bad. But then, if your team can't trust you, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, mean you, you lied just, to your team. Of course, they're going to release you. 
mean, that was that was a given when they found out you lied. I will I mean, say this: I will give kudos to the Chiefs for releasing him when they realized he done them wrong, and they didn't wait around or nope. mess around. They said, "Now nah, you're." And done. they could have, but they didn't. Certainly, the players were asked about it. Spencer Ware said, "Quote: That's my brother. It's a tough situation." But like I said, the men in this circle, the men in their locker room, this organization, Chiefs Kingdom, uh, we got one goal to win the Super Bowl. We got to stay distraction free, and I don't have anything else to say about that. It's a it, you're between a rock and a hard place if yeah. you're a player on my team. Yeah, they are, and they're gonna get they're gonna get asked about it continuously until the yep. season is done. Well, and it showed that it affected him a little bit against the Raiders because that game shouldn't have been as close as it was. But again, it was also a division game. So that's always going to be a little bit different in terms of just your regular average everyday game. Yeah. So we'll see this week how they respond to it because, you know, all week long, you know, they're trying to dodge the question. So it'll be interesting to see going forward. Yeah, Uh, it will. It will. Yeah, I would I would imagine we're a year a year out. And he, but he's got some work to do, and he's he's gonna he's gonna have to atone for that. You can argue about the semantics of what it what it was, but no matter how you slice it, it's a terrible look. And now he now he has a history, and he has a history of being untruthful, and yeah. that that's a bad combo, man. That's a because you know if you if let, let's be honest, if you're talented, the teams they want the talent. And they want to help you stay on the field, but if you're going to lie to them, if you're oh, going to do price it, of that, fame is high. Yeah, if you're going to do, do it, it, if you're going to do it, that's bad enough. But and I'm not saying the cover-up's worse than the crime. What I am saying is he completely mishandled that. I don't know who his PR rep is, you know, but it, that's just all—it's all bad. It's all bad. I would not have done the interview right away. I would have he let things have. blow over just a little bit and Settle give yourself a chance to really over, self-reflect. But... Yeah. And then come back and actually be sincere and instead of just what we got. That's all I have to say about that. There you go. So, uh, yeah, dumbass of the year. You want sincere? I got sincere for you. I love I love this line. <laughs> Eagles, Cowboys, and division games. You, know, you get some good stuff. So the Eagles are traveling the, to Dallas this weekend uh, to take on the Cowboys. I love this, man. <laughs> One of the Eagles linebackers had this to say about the Cowboys. Quote, look at Dallas's history. They always choke. So we'll go down there and make them choke. End quote. Uh, what are you, a San Diego Chargers fan? No, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. See that's a ba- that's a ba- that's a bad that's a bad joke. <laughs> it is because they're in L.A. now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? Uh, that's that, you know that could be the difference. That could be the difference. That you know what's funny is uh, we, we've we've gotten the location wrong all over the place. Whitfield said St. Louis earlier. Yep. <laughs> I, well, like hell, I keep on calling them San Diego Chargers when I, I know, know they're L.A. Know. So I'm guilty of that. And actually. To be fair, we have the headline wrong, too, because it was a Steelers fan choking a pregnant Chargers fan on Sunday night. Oh, that, what the hell's wrong yeah. with people? Dude. Dude. Can't that game be. was insane, but damn, nobody fucking deserved to get beat in the stands and choked and whatever. I mean, it's nah, ridiculous. You, I mean, it was like a Steeler on Steeler fan crime on one, nah. and then a 
another fan choked the Chargers fan because she tried to get in between a guy. He was trying to hit the other guy, and he choked her. And I'm like, dude. Now that yeah, that head that headbutt was pretty vicious too on that on the first one. <laughs> the husband of the woman grabbed around the throat by a Steelers fan on December second at Heinz Field tells the Pittsburgh Current and his pregnant wife had been subjected to verbal and physical abuse the entire evening, and that security failed to address the assault both before and after the physical attack. They also plan on pursuing charges against the man they say assaulted them. Daniel, well, you got clear video evidence, so uh, you're pretty yes. screwed, dude. Daniel Minshew and his wife are from the San Diego area, and they travel a few times a year for Chargers away games. There you go. See, this is why I don't want to go to a, an NFL game. I, I really, I could care less to go to an NFL game anymore because of the, the stupidity in the stands. Oh, it, it's incredible. Lipton says uh, the large Steelers fan attacked a man wearing a Chargers suit. That suit is impressive, by the way. Uh, Minshaw's regular game day attire. Lipton saw the woman, who we now know is pregnant, try to intervene to protect her husband. Lipton didn't notice until she processed the photo that the Steelers fan, who was at least twice the woman's size, grabbed her around the throat. Well, I would imagine that uh, there's always some he said, she said crap is going on. But, you know, as much as much disdain as I have for abusive fans... And uh, I don't, uh, this is certainly not victim shaming. Sometimes it gets really hard to ignore people. But I think what's, what's more important here is if, if you're a big enough asshole to start a fight in the stands with other fans and then to choke somebody, you got problems, man. And it's probably more than the alcohol. Yeah. But that's the kind of crap that ruins going to a football game for a lot of people, man. It's just not, you know what I mean? Like, I, my son's four, and I'd love to take him to a football game, but, like, I don't have time for that crap. And no. I've, gone, I've gone to enough pro games. I mean, people are just assholes all around you. It's just not enjoyable. It's, it's not. Just not it, it's just not enjoyable, man. It's no fun. It's, no fun. It's, you know, it's, it's you remember the playoff game from a couple years ago was the uh, Packers at the Redskins. Mm-hmm. And right after kickoff, I look right in front of me to the right, and there's a kid just barfing everything. And security comes and escorts him out right at kickoff. You know, and those those tickets I bought were two hundred plus dollars a pop. So it's like you just wasted two hundred bucks to get hammered in the parking lot, and now you got to sit out in the parking lot yeah. to wait on your ride. Minshaw, because- go ahead. Because, you know, this person couldn't hold their liquor. And I looked to the right, I mean, there's three kids who had to witness that. And it's, yeah. it's, it's stupid. It I mean, it's just, it's just it's stupid behavior. Go Min- ahead, Justin. Minshaw says he had been heckled and yelled at prior to the attack, but for the most part it was nothing abnormal that he wouldn't consider uncustomary for an NFL game, which is sad in his own way. However, the man in the photo assaulting Minshaw's wife was inebriated before halftime. It's a football game. Most people are a little bit drunk, uh, uh-huh. according to the Chargers fan. Minshaw wears a custom suit and hat to each game, which is all Chargers logos and decked out with uh, <laughs> L.A. Chargers stuff, not San Diego. <laughs> um, at one point, Dude, he, by, the, by the way, Justin, yeah. every time I see L.A.C., I think the Clippers and not the Chargers. I know. I know. It messes with my head. Uh, the aggressor walked behind Minshaw and knocked his hat off. And he tried to alert yeah. field security and blah, blah, blah. 
There was no direct acknowledgement made of my request. Uh, his wife's 26 and a half weeks pregnant, by the way. So, that's a bad look for that dude. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, he really got a hold I, of that. He really got a hold of that lady's neck, man. I mean, that picture is, is ridiculous. You and Kareem Hunt can be co-dumbasses of the year. Yeah, co-dumbasses. I mean, I it's a football game, dude. Can y'all relax? If you want to get it's, drunk, get drunk and have fun. Stop being a drunk asshole. Stop being a drunk asshole, dude. It's not worth it. If you're that much of an asshole at a football game, whether or not you're drunk, stop going to football games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't mind rowdy people. Now, I'm a pretty chill person to go to a football, which always surprises anybody I go, I go to a football game with. Typically like, oh, I thought you'd be really loud. And I'm not. I, I usually like to absorb the sounds and the sights, and I like to kind of absorb the football game. So I'm not a real big rah-rah guy. That doesn't mean I won't get up and cheer, but I'm not like the dude that yells defense for a quarter. You know what I mean? That's not really my deal. Um, I like to absorb the game. So <laughs> that being said, the, the people that are rah-rah, you can be rowdy, you can be rah-rah. But once you're doing crap like that, man, it's too much. If you if you feel like you got to choke somebody out at a football game, you need to stop going to football games. Or you need to cut down on the alcohol. Or you guys drink less. One of the two. Now, I know that dude was pissed. Classes Look, something. I know that dude was pissed. It's like the, the, I think that's the first time in the history of the Steelers that they've lost a home game after being up 14 points. Correct. I mean, it, it's some really amazing statistic. I get it. It sucks. It doesn't suck enough to choke out a pregnant woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> and here's the thing that I don't get. Do it's it. like how do you, it's like you turn around and you start choking someone. It's like Mm-mm. I'm sorry. If I saw a woman, it'd be like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Walk not, away. Let me just continue to choke the bitch. No, he he. The guy clearly at that point, whether it's beer or what, did not give a crap. Didn't give a crap. It, it's unacceptable. And I didn't see the video, but did any other Steeler fans like try to interject themselves and be like, "Hey, yes. dude, that's a female." Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. Uh, other Good. people try to deal with it, but you know, if you get, if you get drunk rowdy, sometimes it's just they Florida man all over you. You know what I mean? And it's just it's just a disaster. So, um, kudos to the Chargers, by the way, for winning that. That was a hell of a comeback. That was a hell of a win. Uh, big credit to them. Uh, the Steelers. I don't know, man. They're, that was a meltdown. Because, I mean, to have three straight offside penalties on the, on that, the field The end goal. of that game was unbelievable. I was behind on that game, and Whitfield called me, and I said, dude, don't tell me what happens. And he's like, oh, the ending's wild. And so, like, I, you know, as I'm watching it, we're talking on the phone about something because McCarthy got fired, so we're talking about that. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're offsides. And he's like, just wait. <laughs> 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 unbelievable, dude unbelievable that they did that but I don't know. If this Steel- is any other chargers team them, they man. would have found a way to lose but I know. this team uh-uh. this team i really think they're gonna make a little bit of noise this year dude i'm telling you and if you want to bring it up justin what? katie perry dark horse baby are you are you ready to go dark horse on them i am wow they they got ingram and both on the defense Philip Rivers is rolling. You got a Melvin Gordon coming back from injury either this week or next week. Keenan Allen. I mean, hell, Gates is catching two-point conversions. Sneaky, sneaky team right there. I mean, offensively, they've always been solid. But, I mean, getting Bosa back and him being healthy and really starting to 
get back into football shape. That is the key thing for them. Yeah. There you go, MacGuffin. Thank you. That's, At least that, something's working around here. That's right. <laughs> Not the soundboards. <laughs> Stupidsoundboard.com. Hey, John. wait a second. The Arnold and Sam Jackson boards are working. It's good. Yeah, but it's the, good. That's that's they're hosted somewhere. Different. I know, I know. Yeah, but at least we have something. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like the Redskins. Hey, man. At least, at least we have we have Adrian Peterson running for like a ninety whatever yard touchdown. Did you know he didn't well, ninety yards exactly? Actually. Did you know he didn't crack a hundred yards for the game? He ran for a ninety yard touchdown and didn't break a hundred yards for the game. What? How? How the hell is that even possible? How? It, it's possible. Hashtag. Just Redskins things. Because he only got nine carries the entire game. That's why. Well, Mark Sanchez was too busy, like, <laughs> pinching balls in his cheeks, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's he's doing butt recoveries. See, the, the problem is the other eight carries, is he had nine carries for 98 yards and the touchdown. So mm-hmm. that means he had eight carries for eight yards the rest of the game. Yeah, awful. They ran they ran the ball only they 14 st- times total they that game. St- they stacked See, the and box, that's, man. That's the thing. Like, the, the Colts, you know, Andrew Luck threw the ball 50 over 50 times, mm-hmm. and they, only re- they didn't even run it 20 times. Like, <laughs> That was kind of a theme with a couple of losing teams this week is you had them throwing it and throwing it and throwing it, and they didn't run it enough. I mean, yeah. it was like week one with the Colts. Luck through over 50 times, you lose. You got to have that balance there, you know. At least for but, San- for Sanchez, he needs to be in the 20s. Uh, Luck, he could be in the 30s, 40s mm-hmm. if he has to be. But once you get into the 50s, you're not going to win those games. No. You're just not. But I mean, on the flip side, Josh Adams got 20 carries. I mean, it's and the thing is, at halftime, it was only 14-13. They should have just fed Peterson. Yeah, and, and play well, field position game because yeah. your defense is pretty decent. It's not great. It's not the defense freaking, is okay. I mean, but your your, your secondary is pretty good. They got a pick. You got Jonathan Allen. You got Kerrigan. You got some. Okay, players, not great. Okay, so Kerrigan's a baller, man. Stop. Oh, yeah. Okay, you're right. Kerrigan Kerrigan's is a, baller. a baller, man. He is a baller, but the rest of those guys are okay. I mean, the defense can keep you in the game. Just, just don't f it but up. They have to go. They have to go like ball control. You know what I mean? Like they need yeah, the, the, the grind. They giant. need. They need top. Right. They got to grind the clock. Get time of possession and win ugly. It's the only way they're going to win anything is to win ugly. Like Giants versus Bills in the Super yes. Bowl, you got to have yes. about 35, 40 minutes yeah. of time. Top. You got to win time of possession. They're going to have to because they're going to have, they're going to have to keep the defense off the field as much as they can so that when they're on the field they're not gassed because they're probably going to have a bunch of drives that stall out. You know, I, obviously I'm not very optimistic for the. <laughs> Uh, for the f- the rest of the season, as far as uh, no, I'm just uh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, one look. of the easiest things the Redskins could do is, other than run AP more, it's just try to bring the defense in so that you can do some screens to Thompson, try to dink and dunk a little bit just to keep yeah. things fresh, keep them guessing. But yeah, I don't see Sanchez being able to throw downfield and be accurate. 
because he that's never what that was never his strong style. His his strong suit was you know short to medium range, and the receivers well, just aren't getting separation. You know the only thing well, you got. Well, Dot- Dotson's I mean, had some and, moments. Dotson's had some moments, and yeah. Davis has moments, but but Reed and Davis are clearly the better receivers, even though Davis is dropping a lot of balls as of late. So that's yeah. not a good thing. It's not. Uh-oh. Look, I mean, <laughs> and I can't even get it. I know you can't. You, Damn it! I know it's it's bull, dude. Uh, freaking soundboard.com. Again, by the time you're going to your third string guy, and even more so when you're going to a third string guy that's only been on the roster for a week and a half or two weeks or five days. I, I mean, your playbook's limited, your options are limited, and the rest of the team has to carry it. I'm not thrilled with Mark Sanchez. I certainly. Don't think Josh Johnson. I mean, the argument there is just that they know the players and they've been exposed to or have worked with the system before. And so that helps them get them ready to be in the game. And look, I firm, I had a big old conversation with one of my coworkers, big Giants fan, and we were talking about Kaepernick. He's like, oh, you guys need to sign Kaepernick. And I'm like, look, dude, Kaepernick belongs in the league. I think he should be back in the league and he should be playing for somebody. I don't know that the Redskins are that somebody. I don't know about that. Um, Did you just go Aaliyah on us? Why do you say? Tell me you're that somebody. What was that song? Um, Oh, God. You think about it. You think about it. Oh, God. Google it if you have to. (laughs) It's it's all good. That's what I'm doing. Tell me you're that somebody. (laughs) If I felt like the team had a reasonable shot to win... With Kaepernick, I'd be okay with the signing. But there's a couple of complications there. And it's not... My opinion is at this point, you know the team's not going anywhere. It's too much of a distraction. It's it's too much of a media circus. You know, like Tebow had the media circus, and Tebow probably would have stuck longer in a league if he didn't have, you know, the Tebow army crowing about everything around him. It, it, it's just too much for, you know, teams don't want to deal with all that crap. They just don't. And, you know, I, I believe Kaepernick deserves another crack at the league. I, I don't know that he's going to get it. Um, he certainly at this point is far removed enough that you're going to have to be willing to come in and, and not, if you're a starter, you got to earn it. You can't come in saying I'm the starter. You know what I mean? Uh, if somebody wants to pay him and treat him that way, great, fantastic, good for him. I just don't see it happening. But if the, if the Redskins were really committed and good enough to win a playoff game or two, then the Kaepernick signing would make sense. Right. But if your team is not, which I don't think that they are, and you're going to lean on the conservative component of it, and that's these guys know our system – he doesn't. We know him. We don't know that guy over there. We know the guy that we've worked with before, and that's what we're going to sign. It, nobody's expecting Johnson to go in there and light the world on fire. Don't kid yourself. Yeah. No. The but, song is Try Again. Yeah. But what you do want are people that you have some familiarity with, that have some familiarity with the offensive system that you run. You know, you, you need that. Because you have to do it on a short week or you have to do it on a quick turnaround. And Do I think Colin Kaepernick is better than Johnston and Sanchez? Yeah, of course I do. Don't, don't be ridiculous. Don't be, of course I do. 
but you have to be willing to deal with all the blowback and the you know the fans that bitch about it and the people that say the you know ridiculous things. Yeah, I say let me go back to my messenger. I have one picture um, with a quote, and I know we need to wrap up and get out of here in a few minutes. So I, I didn't really mean to get too bogged down in this. But let me scroll up. I, I got this. Well, well and it's like you said before. It's like ah. you know, bring in Kaepernick, and it's like then the whole thing of, oh look, Kaepernick signed again and taking over for what Alex Smith used to, you know, for his spot, and <laughs> then bringing that back to the forefront when it really doesn't need to be out there. It doesn't, and quite honestly, and and this is a point that doesn't get this, for whatever reason nobody has discussed it. When I've I've heard people talk about. Capering and the Redskins. If I'm Alex Smith, there's no way I'm cool with with them signing him. And he's a good dude, but there's no way I'm like, oh yeah, it's awesome, great. And as an organization, I don't know if Alex Smith is ever going to play again. But I, can you, in good faith, replace Alex Smith and bring it? Can you replace him with Colin Kaepernick and hope that you're going to have? You know what I mean? Um, I, I just, yeah, I, it's business. All right, well that, that that's good that you can look at it that way. And I, I tell I Alex, that they would. you're you're going to get paid, and it's business, and we're out of options here, and he's available, and we're going to bring him in. You're out for the year, rehab your stuff, and if you get or if slash when you get better, you can be our quarterback again. If that it's team business. was better, if that team was better, and I thought they had a legitimate shot, I'd totally be on board with that. But they're not. I don't believe that they do. And there's too much distraction. Yeah. And quite frankly, I mean, one of my favorite favorite lines I saw on one of the Redskins one of the Redskins boards I read said, uh, Mark Sanchez is sort of McNabb, Grossman, and Beck combined. Oh, oh my God. Like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, that's rough. That's cringeworthy right yeah, there. It is, it is. Uh. It's tough. But well, I, I just Ronovan 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 Beckman. There you go. Ronovan that, Beckman. That's right up there with your Harim Cunt or whatever you call that guy. Right <laughs> um, it's terrible. Well, he definitely lived up to that name. Uh, yeah. Ronovan McBeckman. Yeah. McBeckman. <laughs> Look, if you want to try to win, you sign Kaepernick, don't you? Correct, yes. You can still do Johnson and uh, Sanchez. But if you really want to try to win, you, you bring him in, you work him out, and if he flashes anything at you, you don't try to you don't put him in to start this week. If it if you have to sit on him for a week or two, so be it. Right? But not what they did. I just he, and Johnson kind of makes sense since, like you said, he's familiar with Green's style of offense, and he can spent, probably help together. Sanchez just a little bit get right. more acclimated. They work together. I, I, I'm just to believe that there's no you're not going to salvage this season out. I mean, unless you could, you know, get Joe Montana and like the '80s 49ers in their prime, or some ridiculous stack of players uh, that are. I just, I, I just don't think the season's salvageable. So. Not if it, not if you're talking about Sanchez or uh, McNabchez, Grossman, and Beck. I just McNabchez. There you go. Yeah, I mean, if we're going McNabchez, I mean, the season's done. You know what? I know what. Everybody that watches football knows it. 
Yeah. You know it is. So Hey, hey uh, dear drunkie, is yeah. there a really bad joke with your backfield being with Sanchez and Johnson? Is there a really dirty joke there at some point? There's still breast Virginia. Does that count? Yeah, it works for me, bro. Hey, by the way, yeah. Do do we think that Bill Belichick and Adam Thielen will be exchanging Christmas cards this Dude, year? I, that ought to be a pay per view event. That was great. <laughs> I loved that. I loved that. As reading Belichick's lips, I was like, oh wow, Thielen obviously said something that pissed he did. him off. Uh, no, uh, Belichick dropped a big old shut the f up on him. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the fight. Look, I like the feistiness out of Thielen. I do. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I, I I love the exchange, and it, it's not quite a stay in your lane kind of deal, but you know that that was a little bit of a cluster f of a play. They had a lot of bodies that looked sort of like they stonewalled them. So I I get that the you know you can hate players faking injuries, but I I love the feistiness, and I, I also I also love Belichick just giving it right back to him. Totally cool with me. I mean, the, there's a reason the man has won 250 regular season and playoff games. Yes. I mean, he's pretty good. Also, salute uh, Tom Brady, who had a five-yard run to get him over 1,000 rush yards for his career and then rocking that first down sit on the ground like a boss, dude. But, look, it only took him 265 games to do it. <laughs> Is that by, all? By the way... I love, I love the pettiness Amazing. on the uh, last kneel down mm-hmm. to go forward to the line of scrimmage so he didn't lose the yard. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not giving it up, man. Nope, not going to do it. That was not phenomenal. Yeah, but that was a hoot, man. It was an absolute hoot. Uh, took a knee without going backwards so wouldn't lose the yard. <laughs> so funny. So I funny. I was dying when I watched it. No one else on Twitter, at least the people we follow, picked yeah. up on it at the time. Yeah. Was absolute dying. riot, absolute riot. Uh, well, look, man, let's wrap up and get out of here. This double IPA is 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 weighing on me. I'm ready to go crash out, man. It's pretty good. Beautiful. Although, it, look, we went longer in this segment than I thought we were. It's, it's 2:45, so I was thinking 2:15, 2:30, where we're done. So we ran, of course, as always. It's if it's over. sports, but just just take just do yourself a favor and take that over, man. Call it a day. You know we're gonna run long. <laughs> and my dog's fussing at my door, so I got like the double whammy coming up here. Uh, but uh, yeah Shannon I guess you know any takeaway wrap up thoughts or anything else from the NFL week that was that we missed that you wanted to throw in no I'm going to just throw out one more um, uh, special shout out Uh, Bill Snyder one of our favorites over the years is going to retire from Kansas State Um, and just you know enjoy your retirement coach he's what 78 years old at this point right uh, he's he, he retired once, came back to Kansas State. Yeah. Um, has done a lot for that university, and uh, enjoy a retirement, Coach. And uh, Andrew Luck, can we get some points on the board this week, please? You're, you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> you know, let's get a field goal. Adam Vinatieri, he's pretty good at kicking. Just, just yes. so you know. I will share one thing, cycling. Uh, just kind of going back to cap real quick. The type of thought. Uh, and this, I do think, is part of the factor in why you don't sign him. It's not. I'm not saying it's fair, but again, there's some baggage and expectations. There's some stuff going on there. But I, I, I like this tweet from Joe Banner from the Eagles. He uh, tweeted that team leaders in Washington should be in Bruce Allen's office this morning for a discussion. The message should be that you can't expect us to continue to risk our health 
and well-being when you are keeping a player who can help us win out of the building for political reasons. Strong that statement. A very strong statement. Yeah. Yes. Strong statement. But I think for me, it's pretty simple. You don't bring in a guy like Kaepernick at this point in the season uh, without a, a clear expectation that he's going to help you win. And I just don't know that that's their deal. I think it's far more likely that the end of the season is just full on suck than it is me drop. You know what I mean? I, I just don't, I just don't see it. <clears throat> I just don't see it. <laughs> All right. Well, I got three quick things. All right. Um, let's do and it. For that, that came from the week. Um, Jets, good job and being up by 16 points and still finding a way to lose. Congratulations. J- You're definitely uh, at the end of the BSC on that one. J-E-T-S, lose, lose, lose. Oh, you didn't know that, that spelled that? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, I kind of feel bad for Charles Clay not being able to come up with that catch against the Dolphins oh, that could have won them the game. It, was a bit, it, it wasn't a great throw. No, it wasn't. It wasn't but I, I, I got to give Allen credit. The dude, there's there's a, there's an air about him. He, he's, he's kind of an exciting player because of his ability to es- escape and make plays with his legs. I, I got to give that kid credit. He's starting to... He's starting to come around a little bit. I'll be I'll be really curious to see what happens with him next year when uh, he's you know got another year under his belt. And he, lastly, I know we usually picked on the Giants for having the November lame. Yep. But between the Jags and the Panthers this past November, good lord, I think they uh, are the poster child for November lame this this year. Yeah, that was a rough November for a lot of teams. But I, I guess uh, December, you know, better be sponsored by Lexus. So, you know, whether it's the Panthers or the Redskins or the Packers or whoever, man, a December to remember. Let's see, let's see what all these teams do. <laughs> or a December to forget. Or a December to get the lots of eggnog. <laughs> yeah, and I will say, uh, apparently, the benching for Jameis Winston was apparently what he needed because he looks like a completely different quarterback now. All of a sudden. We'll see how long it lasts. Very true, and especially they're, since they're still technically not mathematically eliminated from yeah. playoff contention. But that's going to change this weekend because they get the same, a pissed-off Saints team. Not just the Saints, a pissed-off Saints team. Yeah, plus, yeah. They have to, plus they have to make up for uh, screwing everybody in the death pool when they ate it in week one. Uh-huh. Thanks, y'all. So, thanks. thanks, New Orleans. Yeah. So if anybody's playing in their fantasy playoff team, any fantasy playoff games this weekend, please make sure to start your Saints because I'm probably pretty sure they're going to go off. Probably. Uh, Saints points, 49 and a half. You taking the over or under? Ooh. They, I'm gonna, they I'm gonna scored go. 40 in the first. I'm going over. All right. Well, let's, uh, let, let's tie everything up, wrap it up, and get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> oh, hell of a night, gentlemen. Thank you as always. Yes, sir. And it's not four, but we're creeping up on three. So, wrap up hey, the clock. That's, that's better than the past two weeks. <laughs> it is. It is. But we're, we're also closing in on three hours on the podcast. So, that's, that's enough. Um, yeah, let's call so, it a day. Yeah, let's call it a day. So, yeah, Redskins, just blow it up, y'all. Just blow it up. I, I firmly believe, and I, I believe that Kaepernick should be back in the league. I believe he should get a chance to start. I believe he should get a chance. I do believe that. But he's 31. His window is going to get tighter and tighter. I just don't 
if the Redskins were committed to winning, I'd understand it. I don't know that that's the case. Uh, by the time you lose Alex Smith, lose your second string guy, in this case, Colt McCoy, and I know that division is ugly, I just don't see it. So you bring in guys that know the coaches, that know the system, that they know something about them. And the flip side is, uh, let's be honest, I, I, would Kaepernick have an issue playing for an organization that it's not how I feel, but there are some people that have a obviously stoked the flames of a name controversy with the Redskins. So you have a, some layers to his social justice warrior existence, even there. Not even playing yet. I hadn't, just trying to sign with the team, people would go at it. I think one of the meanest things I saw, and I saved it. Hopefully I can find it real quick. I sent it to myself in the chat. One person said, I actually want the Redskins to sign Kaepernick so their quarterback trend can continue and Kaepernick can get his legs snapped. That way, next time he kneels, at least it's for a legitimate reason. I was like, oh, that's, that's just, some bad karma right that's there. That's just mean. Ooh. Yeah, whoever sent that out, you are the asshole. Yeah, that, that's an asshole comment. But we talked about it with the Raiders. We talked about it with teams, man. If, if you know it's not your year and, you, and it gets away from you, blow it up. Blow it up. Because, bro, it's a wrap. You can pretend yeah. all you want. It's a wrap. In, in Redskins land, that's a wrap. She yeah. done. And as much as I know the Niners, you know, people are looking at the done. Niners saying they should just blow it up. Well, you know what? From what I understand, that team is still playing hard, even though it's the third and fourth stringers basically yeah. playing. Because apparently Kyle Shanahan made it known that, hey, if you want to be on this team next year, you better prove it. Yeah, so yep. and these, that's why these guys are going out there and they're playing hard. Um, um, real quick, uh, mm -hmm. I was listening to the 49ers podcast and Matt Mayoko, who's their beat writer, actually uh, had uh, John Clayton on. And John Clayton actually uh, lives in Washington and he does uh, the Seattle Seahawks games. And he was on the Niners sideline saying that this team is fighting for Shanahan, even though it's a bunch of scrubs, essentially. These guys are fighting for their lives. Which is great to see. That's what you want. You, you want a team yep. with some fight in them. Yep. But, look, Redskins need a quarterback. Go ahead and suck. It's fine. I'm okay. You get the captain's stamp of approval. Full BSE <laughs> the rest of this year, man. Just go ahead and suck it out. Roadhead. Go ahead and suck it out, man. <laughs> at Call this point, day. I'm hoping the Niners at least are looking at probably at least getting Bosa because that, that team needs a pass rusher. Getting, getting Bosa in the draft. Yeah, Him or uh, my guy Josh Allen from Kentucky, who just won, uh, I believe, the Bronco Nagurski Award. Nice. For linebackers. And he's he plays in a 3-4. I don't know if the 49ers play in a 3-4 or not, but he's one of those edge rushers like a Joey Bosa or a Melvin Ingram and, uh, you know, led the nation in sacks or was close to it. Yeah. And, they're running a hybrid defense that uh, Seattle used to run because uh, Robert Sala used to be one of the coaches over there that in Seattle. Well, there you go. Who's our defense? Who's our defensive coordinator? So yeah, he could work. Those would be your targets. Well, we'll see what they do with it, man. We'll see what they do. All right. Uh, I guess one of the last things we're going to do is uh, we're going to drop a little RIP for forty-one. President mm -hmm. Bush obviously passed away. And I told you in the pre-podcast, we're not going to delve into a lot of the political ramifications of things. History will speak to that. So you can go in lots of different directions. However, what we're going to do is raise a glass in George Bush's honor and in his memory. 
it's fair to disagree on policy choices. It's fair to criticize the outcome of the Gulf War. They miscalculated some things. That's fair commentary, but I'm not going to hate on, you know, hate, hate on his person. By a lot of accounts, hell of a guy. Lots of interesting stories. And, you know, to have that little piece where W talked about, you know, telling him he was a great dad and what a great father he was and that his last words on earth were, you know, I love you too. Uh, pretty moving, but the story I wanted to share, which I just think is completely amazing with George H.W. Bush, is people certainly should know that he served in World War II, but what's completely fascinating and amazing, really, uh, there's a book called The Flyboys, and it's a lot of historical detective work by James Bradley. Um, whose father was among the, Marine, the Marines later photographed raising the flag over the island of Iwo Jima. But then 20-year-old Lieutenant George Bush was a pilot, and he was among nine airmen who escaped their planes after being shot down during bombing raids on a little tiny island, Chichijima. I hope I pronounced that correctly. South of, about 700 miles south of Tokyo in September of 1944. And... George H.W. Bush was the only one to evade capture by the Japanese. What happened to these other men is just awful. Because they, they they end up getting cut up and eaten and cannibal. I mean, just awful. It's like war crime level stuff. Uh, but not only does he survive, there's actual video footage of him being rescued. Which, I mean, think about the likely, how unlikely is it? They have video footage as he's re- as George Bush is being rescued by the Navy submarine USS Finback on September 2nd, 1944. They have video footage. Not only did he survive that ordeal, they have video footage of this dude being rescued. Incredible. I mean, what are the odds that a camera crew was available to take to just take film of this. I mean, that's crazy. But I know they did that a lot in World War II and World War One to try to give people an idea of exactly what's going on in the front lines. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, of all the things, right? Yeah. I mean, what what's the likelihood of, of there being video footage of a man that would become president being rescued when everybody else died? You know what I mean? I mean, it's just... It, Again, it's just an, an amazing thing. You know, um, we we've this year we've lost John McCain and George Bush. You know, and we're really losing a lot of these guys from the greatest generation, the the, oh, the yeah, men the, and women that World War II era, World War Two. Yeah, you know, my grandfather was in the war. You know, there, there's not a lot of these people left, Mm-mm. and um, we owe a huge huge debt of gratitude towards these people because i mean let's be honest if if they don't win that war we're not living the way we live at this point sprechen sie deutsch i'm just kidding exactly (laughs) no i mean the world would be a very different place Um, yeah you know and again if you want to argue you know politics and policies and decisions that that's fine uh but i do think it's important to take a moment and you know to pay respects regardless of those criticisms but i in that moment and the reason i brought this up is not only is it fascinating and amazing that there's video footage of him being pulled from the sea 
But when he talked about the incident, he recalled that while he was in the submarine, he asked himself why, be, why he had survived. He said, quote, why had I been spared and what did God have in store for me? In my own view, there's got to be some kind of destiny and I was being spared for something on earth. Well, we'll let history be the judge. But rest in peace, Mr. President. Thank you for your service and respect. I mean, an absolute amazing long life. Yeah, no, hell of a life. Hell of a life. We should we should all be even lucky to even have half the type of life that this man led. Uh, no, I mean, it, it's it's incredible, just incredible. And you know, it, it's one of those things. There's so much divisiveness over a lot of these things now, but I, I do think his passing is significant on a lot of levels, and in part it is what really what Shannon touched on, which is, you know, the remnants and the legacy of the World War II generation. I mean, that era of life, that 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 era of people, that you know what I mean, of citizens, of, of yeah. men and women that served and that fought and that lived through that, I mean, that that's drawn to a close. You know what I mean? And so we're on the edge of a lot of very interesting change for what the world can be, what this country can be. Yeah. Where it goes, we'll see. But that that's the closing of a chapter, you know? Anyway, I, I, I didn't want to get too bogged down in it, but um, certainly raising the glass, rest in peace, sir. And I love that picture. Uh, there were a couple of things that were really great. One was a little uh, cartoon they had where um, Forty One was. It's like uh, the cartoon was like his his plane, and he was up in the clouds of of the heavens, and he was there with Barbara, and then his da- his daughter that died from leukemia, if I remember correctly. Uh, and, Robin, I believe. Yeah, and they just said we've been waiting for you, and there he was. Right, so that that was a pretty good cartoon, a little, little uh, uh, editorial cartoon. And the other thing I thought it was uh, pretty powerful was that picture of of his uh, service dog, that was there oh, with his man, casket, yeah. and it's like you know, mission accomplished, mission over. I mean, you know, just uh, pretty incredible. But to a to a life well lived, and we'll let other people argue the policy and the politics, but. Hell of a life, sir. Raising the glass, Mr. President. Rest in peace. Cheers. Uh, one thing I did like about the Navy Twitter and the Navy Facebook is they said, uh, rest in peace, sir. We have the watch. And that's always what you say when mm-hmm. somebody, you know, either leaves or passes away. You know, we have the watch now. Mm-hmm. Job well done. Yeah. So that's, you know, for me being in the Navy, I understand that one. But... Oh. Also, I, I wanted to bring back, I just had this thought, and after this, we can just, just call it a day. But mm-hmm. the people, when you started off with Baby It's Cold Outside, mm-hmm. can we just give them the old butthurt alert? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, you know, we hadn't broke that one out in a long time, and I was just like, yeah. you know. That's a butthurt alert, man. That's a little butthurt alert. Dude, we'll just. Yeah. I'm a pretty progressive person, man, but there are some things I'm just like, dude, shut up. <laughs> shut up, man. I, I agree. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When I, when I saw that, yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously? I, I think, I think it, I, this is not the first time that's happened. I think that had some traction last year, the year prior, and I swear to you, it starts out as a little bit of a ratings, rip, you know, ratings gag or whatever for a radio station, and then it just turns into this nonsense. Uh, dude, just chill. Or go feed a, you know... Go feed a fed horse and get the hell out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. F-O-H. Stop. 
Yeah. <laughs> Sam Jackson, take us home. Baby, let's fold laundry outside. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just crap. It's just crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's just crap. But, you know, yeah, you know what? It you're right. Crap. If you're complaining about that song. Shut the fuck up! That's about right. Or Thank as you, as we should probably do, also in the honor of Sam Jackson, is go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the fuck up! Let's do that, please. I'm ready. Yeah. That sounds about right, man. Anyway. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Thanks as always. It was fun. And uh, to everybody else listening, man, I, I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, enjoy the football this weekend, man. And whatever, look, college basketball is certainly in full effect. NBA is in full effect. Well, okay, that's not really true because they don't really care until late in the season in the playoffs. But uh, plenty <laughs> of other things going on. But try to enjoy, like, as we hit, like, the last quarter of the season, there's going to be some some craziness. Rest assured there will be some, some craziness that happens. Uh, so if your team's in the hunt, good luck to you, unless you're a Cowboys fan. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I think that he's really they, not. No, I'm not, but I am, but I'm not. Uh, but maybe they can finish off the NFC least or er, East uh, and make something of it. We'll see. Uh, but enjoy the football this weekend. I think we have some good games on on tap and uh, try to have a little bit of fun with that. But as always, from all of us to all of you, enjoy the weekend. Have a great time. And, and you know what? We'll catch in the flip side, buddy. As always, it's been a hoot. It's been a trip. Been a riot, man. Until next time. Peace out, y'all. And good night now. <laughs> Go Navy, beat Army. Those uniforms are awesome, by the way. Yes. For that game. Those uniforms are awesome. All right, gentlemen. Good night. Go get some rest. I'll catch you later, friends. All right. Good night, fellas. All right. Late. Good night, peeps. And don't lick any toads or Kermit. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> Pro tip. Just saying. And not that tip. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Just a tip. What? Not that tip. Not that tip. <laughs> it is cold, so also pro nip, pro nip from the sports crew. <laughs> hey, are we going to that uh, that nips intense uh, conference that you were talking about a few weeks oh, ago? Yeah, we might be. <laughs> might be. Oh or the, man, the taint. <laughs> yeah, the taint. Oh, that's funny. Oh boy, they should hold the taint conference and the nips conference and the clits conference. They should. They should probably. They should probably hold that in the you know the chillier weather, just you know, so they can all make their pointed remarks. You know what I'm Very saying? Very true. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Thanks, Shannon. Thanks. Taking us down the primrose path. That's, That's what, what I we do. That's what we do. All right. Yes, it is. And I'm going to go out there and water some trees. <laughs> and then it's night-night. Oh, side note, side note. Shannon, you'll appreciate this. So uh, the other morning I was getting Logan ready. And uh, I was doing whatever. And so uh, they're brushing their teeth. And Logan has, well, we have a little radio-controlled light at McQueen. And so uh, Logan says, he's in the bathroom with Chloe and uh, Sarah. And he goes, Mommy, Mommy, Light at McQueen. He's a boy, but he doesn't have a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, are we already at this stage? This is crazy. <laughs> oh lord. Just saying. Just tell him it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Son, Lightning McQueen's just turtled up. That's all. <laughs> 
Major shrinkage. Yeah, there it is. All right, on that note, we're out. Good night now. <laughs> Catch you next week, night, y'all. Peeps. Bye. <laughs> Old W did a did a fine job with this one. As you know, any any son getting up there, any son or daughter, man, the tears are gonna <laughs> you gotta fight them back. So he did a he did a fine job with this. So here you go from W on Old Forty One. We're gonna miss you. Your decency, sincerity, and kind soul will stay with us forever. So through our tears, let us know the blessings of knowing and loving you, a great and noble man, the best father a son or daughter could have. And in our grief, let us smile knowing that Dad is hugging Robin and holding Mom's hand again.